0: All right. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the pints and polishing podcast. Hey, this is one of my favorite things that we started doing uh, earlier, but then I had my kids for the summer. And so I did not get back over to growler USA very much. However, this is what we call like Sunday afternoon beers with Mason Sunday afternoon talk, whatever. Mason is a super talented guy. Uh, been in the brew scene for quite a while he breaks down a lot of great knowledge for us as we try and learn about if we're going to do pints and polishing we do need to learn a little bit about beer as we go so this is one of our sunday afternoon talks with mason this is a cannabis brew talk right so as we just did a how does cannabis how does marijuana mary jane whatever you want to call it how does it affect us as detailers when we live in states that are now adapting to the medical marijuana? That was one of the episodes we did uh, just last week. And so we wanted to then look at cannabis-infused beers, right? It is happening. There are some breweries that have started doing marijuana-infused into beers. Mostly it's with IPAs and a couple of things. So We wanted to sit down with Mason, talk about that, and see then also what other beers are infused, what's that process, and all that. So, anyway, grab yourself a pint. Hope you enjoy. And definitely go to freebeersema.com. Hey, guys, this is filling up fast. Make sure you get registered. If you're going to go to SEMA, you need to register on October 30th. We are doing... A free beer pint night, you're going to get two hours of unlimited beer at the Gordon Beers Brewery, but you have to go sign up, freebeersema.com. Hey, all right, time for the podcast. Hope you enjoy. All right, we are live at... Uh, The Sunday afternoon discussion with Mason. Mason, thank you so much uh, for the time that you take. I apologize. We kind of took a little summer off. (laughs) I I had my kids, and so, um, you know, it just is what it is. But I'm thankful. You know, that's why I sent you a message earlier. It's like, oh, yeah, we got to get back to some Sunday afternoon with discussions with Mason. We're at Growler USA in Jinx, Oklahoma. So if you guys have a Growler where you're at, definitely go support them. Good organization. If you're here in Tulsa, you've got to make sure you come by because they have a massive lineup of beers. Mason, it's been a little bit, give some people just a quick background story. Tell us who you are, remind us, refresh us. Who is Mason?
1: Okay. I'm a co-founder of Den Brewery. Uh, I don't do operations there anymore at all, but uh, uh, we, yeah, we started, it's over seven years ago now. Wow. So, uh, some a little bit of commercial brewing experience and uh, taught a number of people how to brew beer. and. Uh, Work for a magazine, write and edit, and take pictures, and I bartend here a few nights a week. So, nice,
0: yeah. full on. That's all. you Like, you also what that you worked at a at a church or something? No, right? well,
1: I used to. Yeah. You used to, yeah. No, I write and edit for a magazine now. You write yes. and edit. Yep. for uh, a Eastern Oklahoma Catholic magazine. So, so,
0: so. for a Catholic magazine. Yeah. Cool. Yep.
1: Yep.
0: So how do the Catholics feel? Interesting segue because we did uh, our past little. Um, our podcast was on the 788 law, which is, is mm-hmm. making cannabis, making medical marijuana legal. And we were talking about how does it change for detailers and this and that. How does, this is a random question, but what does the church or Catholicism or, or that, the organization of a church, what's that feeling? Are you still involved? Like, what's that feeling? What does it do in, in that
1: it's, aspect? It's, I mean, the church is not as monolithic as a lot of people believe that it is. Now, there's a, a lobbying group called the Oklahoma Capital Conference out of Oklahoma City, and they were against uh, the regulations. But, but I know a number of people that were for that were it. I mean, th- there was no official stance. Uh, so it's,
0: I mean, yes. Right, but that's interesting because for so long in our society of Christianity, so to speak, especially where we're at in the geographic area of Oklahoma, tends to, as you go up through the Midwest, tends to have the Bible Belt type mentality. It does. And for so long we were taught, you know, no, no, no. Yeah. Now the church doesn't have a stance when it's coming well, in.
1: mean Well, I mean, obviously against abuse in, in, in any form. Yeah. But uh, again, the Bible Belt, we... we we've got more meth and weed and right. uh, and alcoholism mm-hmm. than, than anyone else so so, so the idea of the, the bible yeah. belt is i mean I, I think it's kind of a, a chimera it, it's a, it, I don't, i'm not sure that, that that really exists i would agree other than in I public public perception I yeah mean. so and it may even the beer laws i mean they didn't they change i mean they, they are not the way they were because of the bible belt they were the way they were for because of the distributors uh it made a lot of money for people mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's one of those things you always follow money and uh And and so the weed, I mean, of course, the the church come out, don't abuse it. Uh, And then, of course, some people say don't use it at all. But uh, it's a lot better for people than opioids or a lot of the other stuff out there. So many, I
0: think, right, over a 1,000 people last year just in Oklahoma died of opioids. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, no weed weed deaths. Yeah, no (laughs) No weed deaths. Well, one of the interesting facts that we learned um, when we were doing it, we were looking up some interesting facts about about weed about cannabis um the amount of highway fatalities goes down in states that create medical marijuana Mm -hmm. it's it's a much safer driving environment because people are less drinking and driving yeah
1: less aggressive yeah
0: yeah and less aggressive right they're still gonna you know weed and drive but less aggressive so the question we naturally came to which is why since that message earlier is like hey man we gotta have a sit down you know a good discussion is how then, like, if you can infuse all these different types of beers with different things, how when do we get the cannabis-infused beer, you know, does is that part of you know what happens as you go medical does that make, you know or is there even a cannabis infused beer and i wanted to chase that rabbit so have you
1: had a cannabis i have beer? not had one no i haven't now i do know that uh when dc legalized it uh they, 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 um, oh gosh i can't think of the two, the two breweries did a, 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 a collaboration brew and then they named it it smells like freedom i mean it smelled like dank weed wow i mean it it's like hilarious because yeah. you know obviously a weed and uh and Hops are part of the same family so okay, yeah so
0: so do you think is the brew cycle when they 're going to brew a cannabis beer or a weed beer whatever we want to call it, is that where they put the hemp
1: in? It would be different no I, I, I think the, the, the weed would probably go in the secondary fermentation. Okay. Because if you put in, because if you put in with the hops, uh, you're pulling alpha acids out of the beer. uh, I mean, out of the hops for the beer, um, and I think I think that would probably kill a lot of the THC uh, because you're you're putting into boiling uh, boiling water, boiling water into, into the wort. And so I'm pretty sure that what they would do is, is treat it like you would do a fruit-infused beer where you'd put it either at the very end of the boil after, after the fire's been turned off mm-hmm. or in the secondary fermentation. And I would, I would, I would argue so, that's probably the secondary fermentation. So
0: <laughs> walk us through real quick for us people that don't understand what you're talking about. Oh, okay. When you brew beer, go through those cycles real okay, quick. Okay, so, so initially... Every beer's the same in that, right?
1: Yeah, so initially what you do is you, I mean you, you basically crush grain, you push that fresh grain into uh, water that's usually between 148 to 162 degrees.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What that water does then, uh, it's called the mash. So that grain of water, uh, it, the water at that temperature extracts the uh, fermentable sugars out of the grain. Usually the mash runs from anywhere from 60 to 90 minutes uh, and you pull those, the sugars are pulled out of the grain. Then you transfer uh, the wort that, from the mash and the wort basically the, the hot liquid uh, into the boil kettle.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the boil kettle, then you—that's where you begin to boil it. You boil it anywhere from 60 to 90 to 120 minutes, I mean, depending on the beer style. And what that does it creates body and flavor. Mm-hmm. And so you go from water and grain uh, into the wort, and, and in the wort during that cycle, you begin to add hops. The uh, hops at uh, say 60 minutes produces more bitterness from the acids. Okay. And again, there are hop, so many hop varieties. In uh, and, the, and then it goes from uh, it's basically on a on a range from bitterness to flavor to aroma. Oh. So at the very end, you, you get more aroma out of the hops. And so uh, and so now they they there are beers out there called a zero IBU beer, meaning they don't put any hops into the very end of the beer, so you get a lot of aroma. Okay. So so yeah so it, 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 there's an art to it. Yeah. Okay.
0: And that becomes a creative aspect of why that becomes all very taste so exactly much
1: and there's an infinite number of possibilities and then, and then from there uh, you cool that that hot wort down after the boil and the hops addition uh, you cool it down to a fermentable temperature you know 68 70 degrees and that's when that roughly the yeast. that's when you pitch the yeast and that's when the yeast does its work and it basically the the yeast uh, eats the sugars to produce alcohol
0: cool yeah and right like uh, depending on how much grains how much sugars and then the yeast eat that, that's what creates how much alcohol we exactly. have in
1: beer. Yeah, so, right. you t- so, you, so you test. When you first put the beer in, you take the original gravity reading, figure out how much, uh, you know, the, the ratio of sugar in there. Mm-hmm. And then as, as the beer ferments with the yeast, you take other readings to get to the finishing gravity. And it's the difference between those two that tells you what the alcohol by volume uh, is of the beer. And so, what would happen then? You would let that primary fermentation go, meaning let the yeast do all of its work, um, anywhere from seven to 14 days, depending on the yeast. And I, I would think at that point, that when the secondary part of the fermentation slows, but it kind of gets texture to a beer, when it begins to slow, I, I would argue that's, that's probably when you so would drop you in they the. Put in, do
0: you think they put in. Just the hemp part, or do you, do you think they actually
1: the put buds, whole cool th- buds, flower? I would, I would think they would maybe grind the buds down. Grind the buds down. Grind the buds down. The buds down. You get more surface space, um, and they might even, yeah, I mean, I have done it. Uh, you might what? even treat it too to to make sure that it's. There's make,
0: some we looked up. You know, as we're sitting here, there's there's some breweries that are really starting to do it. Um, let's see, New Belgium, mm-hmm. of course, being up there in Colorado. Colorado yeah. uh, you mm-hmm. know. Perfect place to get uh, some good flour and they have good beers. I actually, so I was up in Longmont and then drove up to visit a car wash, uh, customer that we have up there. And so I stopped into New Belgium. I had like 30 minutes, (laughs) like just to run up there because then I had to run down and grab some dinner with uh, one of our vendors and uh, man such a wonderful brewery really the experience oh, was beer, yeah. incredible yeah. I mean big huge patio lots of beautiful people it was it was just a surreal setting mm-hmm. and to have fat tires straight from the uh, from the brewery yeah. blows, blows everything else away I think it's so good that's yeah, yeah. a
3: great culture it, it was it, yeah. it
0: really was you're right like their culture of brewery it's very special yeah. It is. Uh, so New Belgium's done it there's um, a couple different ones uh, that are trying to do um, you know cannabis weed in beer there's definitely when you're in colorado i mean of course right edibles we talked about that um there but there's 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 people that are making soda i mean there's there's cannabis soda so i would think as that would be a niche that some brewers are gonna start going after like why not
1: and as long as it gets off a schedule One drug i can't imagine any breweries not wanting to do it
0: so that might be one hang up there,
1: huh? Oh yeah, well it's a schedule one drug. Yeah. So, so I mean so as obviously Oklahoma as... Oklahoma the medical the medical's not gonna open the door for that here. No. no, not at all. I mean it has to be a recreational drug that the state that the state that deems to be legal. And then you have the federal government not enforcing it.
0: Right.
1: I mean, let's face it, I mean, the federal government wants to enforce that Schedule One. I mean, it could create a lot of problems. It could shut a lot of stuff down. It could create problems, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you own a business with investors and everything else, I mean, yeah. yeah. If I invest in business. I wouldn't want to be doing something that the federal government's getting involved in. Right. Not that I care about the federal government, but right, simply right, right, because right. you don't want to lose your business. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. It takes one person to shut it all down.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah.
0: Um, so if we don't have here in Oklahoma, we don't have any cannabis beers. It's definitely not anywhere close to being uh, a thing. But the process is there. So what are some beers that we could have infused? What are some different infusions that breweries are doing?
1: Okay. Well, yeah, fruit infusion is a huge deal right now. Um, and so, I mean, you can go... And is that just
0: because of summer or is that year-round? No,
1: it's... Is well, that just it's, a trend? It, no, it's year-round, but, but, it, but it's an increasing trend. I think, I mean, advent, I mean, the advent of sour beers and the popularity uh, of them, I mean, most most of them are, are fruit-infused, um, but then also IPAs and, and Killsters, and so... So here, I mean, we've got like a, a
0: grapefruit IPA that we've had here before. Grapefruit
1: IPA. Same so, concept so you'd, then, right? Yeah. So, put it
0: towards the second fermenter, let the fruit infuse in.
1: Yeah, and, and typically, most breweries do it one of two ways. You can put it at the end of the boil, or you can put it in the secondary fermentation. Um, so it, it just depends on the brewery. Uh, so like uh, Jester King in Austin, they they, 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 they they do re-fermentation. So they wait until most of the fermentation is done, then they add a fresh fruit into the beer and allow more fermentation to take place with the fresh fruit. A lot, of, a lot of breweries. I'm sorry.
0: No, no, no. I was going to say let's uh, let's let's talk about this first beer. We're going to run out of all our content. and Have all this beer to drink. Okay. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we've this, got we've got a bunch of it.
1: This is Rubeus from Founders. Okay. Uh, and a, and it's an ale that's infused with raspberry, and this one's on Nitro. Uh, all
0: right. Dumb that down for us real quick. Uh,
1: so the name of it, Rubaeus, It's a, it's a raspberry uh, ale, uh, and Nitro means that it's. it's uh, Rather than all CO two, which gives carbonation and push, they use nitrous to, to do that. Okay. So you get a real creamy mouthfeel. No, that's it.
0: more, and I could be Stouts. wrong. Stouts.
1: Stouts. Yeah, yeah that's Stouts. the only place or I've English, heard of it. Is or Stout. English style beers too. Okay. Yep.
0: So they're yeah. moving that into. Yep. Everything else.
1: They are. Yep. yep. Why? Why? Well, I mean, for those styles of beer, it uh, it produces a great mouthfeel. It really does. I mean, it, it gives a different character to the okay. beer. Okay. Yeah, okay. it does. So like a Guinness or a left-hand milk stout yeah. or a, well, Smithix is another one. And you get some of those well, – they have cans with the widgets that right, right. pop that for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
0: Okay, so this was infused with
1: – Raspberries. Raspberries. Uh, and yeah. it's definitely strong. You can taste it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can yeah. taste raspberry. Yeah. And, and I raspberry. This is argue, one of
0: my favorite. I love – it's a, a great, great beer. beer. Yeah. Well, okay. I would argue
1: the most commercial breweries – I mean, some of the smaller uh, – uh, the breweries will, will do uh, fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. I would argue most of the large commercial breweries would probably do like a puree or a frozen concentrate or a juice because it's easier to regulate. Okay, you see what I'm saying? When you're putting fresh fruit into a beer, I mean if you're a boutique type brewery and you're going to do this beer once, you have new fresh fruit and yeah, you can do that. Um, but most worries, if they want to build and a cost, consistency right? and, and cost, cost doubt. would be
0: a major benefit, like, and
1: then consistency. So if you want to produce the same rubyus every single time, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to have to use. You're going to need a concentrate. you a concentrate yeah. puree or a juice in order to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, I think what I liked about that is definitely fruity, but it's not a sour or it's not overly no, sweet. No. You still taste the ale in it. A hint, yeah. strong raspberry flavor, but. Good and smooth,
1: without a doubt. Yep.
0: I'm a founder's fan anyway. Oh,
1: they do burger. everything well. Yeah, right. Except for the DKML. I so what? <laughs> the DKML. Uh, no, no, yeah. Dick kicker malt liquor. It's a. Uh, oh wow. <laughs> they, yeah, they did a malt liquor. I was a big fan of Well,
0: um, I can see why. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's number two? the Pilsner. Uh, what
1: got here? Yeah, let's do that. You went to Pilsner. Um, they're, they're out of uh, Utah, Salt so Lake City, Utah, and it uh, they infuse this with lime, and uh, so like most people, when they get a Dos Equis or a Vienna-style lager, you get lime in it, it's supposed to be a summer refreshing beer, so a lot of Pilsners will be infused with a lemon or a lime uh, type flavor.
0: It's strong lime.
1: It's strong lime, yeah, it is. Very,
0: very strong. It is. It's almost like taking like a lemon-lime Gatorade, in a sense.
1: Yeah. No, it really does, yeah. <laughs>
0: Because you, I mean, that lime is so strong.
1: It is. It's very strong. Mm. To be honest, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not either. No, to it yeah. me, it's like, it's like drinking a margarita almost, or a, yeah, it's got that. But, but that's but light, like
0: they, a, a Bud Light lime margarita. That's it's very similar. similar.
1: That's exactly right. Of
0: course, not as strong because it's pilsner instead of
1: right? sure. But they're but they're but trying to reproduce. very that.
0: very limey. They are yeah.
1: trying to reproduce that.
0: Almost yeah. too much. All right, what's next?
1: Um, let's do the Twisted Spike Blood Orange. I think that's the first one we've got here. Yeah, it's the, um, yeah, it's right, yeah, that's the one right there, yeah. Uh, All
0: so right, so Blood Orange would be the, Yeah, they uh, add
1: Blood Orange to it, it's an IPA. Of course, the orange grapefruit, some of those fruits do very well uh, with the IPA style, because they complement a lot of hops, a lot of citrusy hops. For an IPA, I like that. And most people, they think IPAs are bitter. Yeah. I mean, you, I, you, I think you get almost get a little like pectin, like rind type taste off of it a little bit. But it's no, it's it's not anything like what most people expect for an IPA, it is it? It's tasty. I mean, they, it's
0: tasty. It the, is. The the bitterness definitely fools away. It's not as fruity.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, in the bitterness that it is, it's almost like a rind. Mm-hmm. Like if you bit into an orange.
0: Exactly yeah, right.
1: That's, that's, yeah, that's what it would taste It's like.
0: exactly like yep. biting into the, the rind yep. of an rind orange. Biting
1: rind of orange, yeah.
0: So yep. if you want to drink...
1: <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> you,
0: <laughs> <if laughs> you want to no, drink... if you twist of spike <laughs> blood
1: orange you're going to drink. Lime Pilsner, you bite into, into a lime.
0: Yeah. If you're going to do an IPA, that, that's a good one. Not a huge IPA fan. But... Uh, but if I'm going to do one, I, that's probably what I would do. Or when we've had that grapefruit. We've had different things that uh, we've had that grapefruit. idea. Yes. Something to just pull that bitterness away. That's good. Yeah, away.
1: Now, let's do the, uh, the, I think this is the uh, Vanessa House Broken Tile.
0: That's right there.
1: And it's another IP. Yeah, that's why we was trying to go down Vanessa the House is Vanessa the brewery. Yeah, broke Tile. And I think they use mango in this smell it
0: yeah you can yeah. smell that yeah you definitely smell the mango mm-hmm. and i love mango fresh mango it's hard to beat
1: it's one of my favorite ipas so
0: that's that's a it's from oklahoma
1: yeah vanessa and house and it's an imperial at oklahoma city It's an imperial so what IPA. is
0: an imperial what does that mean
1: i mean higher alcohol content so you usually they tend to be a little sweeter they run from like 8 to 10% alcohol roughly in that range.
0: There's no bitterness to it.
1: There isn't. Is there? That is and that, and that's one thing when people talk about IPAs they uh, bitterness the I hate IPAs, IPAs, right? Bitterness I and that's that's simply That's a canard. I mean it's, it simply isn't true. IPAs can run an entire range of uh, flavors and bitterness is only a, a small segment of it.
0: But generally generally though an IPA is ranked with IBUs, right? Yeah, with and the IBUs, generally, the higher the IBU, more people like that
1: IBU, and, right? and And again, IBUs can be deceiving because you, you can have a 50 IBU beer with a really light malt back that'll have more hop presence than mm-hmm. a 75 IBU beer with a, heavy, with a heavier malt presence that'll have more sweetness to it. So again, it's one of those balance things. And I mean, it's like photography. I mean, it's like photography. You're balancing light, shutter speed, all this stuff beers are, are they're, they're balancing. They, you know, you're, you're balancing hops, you're balancing malt, you're balancing yeast, you're balancing fruit fusion. I mean, so again, it's one of those, those RSAs.
0: So if you had a higher IBU, but you infused a lot more fruit to it...
1: Yeah, the, the acidity of the fruit and could uh, give more texture to the beer and cut out, yeah, you know, it could cut out quote-unquote uh, bitters, or it could add uh, a, a rindy uh, lemon flavor. Yeah, the or other or one definitely orange. had a rind. It, this one's orange. smoother.
0: It is smoother, yeah.
1: So They wh- probably use the juice. Yeah, it's, it, I guarantee you they use a mango concentrate or puree on it.
0: And that's what pulls down the... That,
1: that, yeah, so you don't get that. Because yeah, a couple of them had, like, the lime and the, and the uh, blood orange definitely had more of a rindy flavor.
0: Yeah, that's Vanessa House Broken Tile. Um, wow, I would... Uh... I would definitely give that one a thumbs up.
1: It's a great beer. Yeah, Yeah. it is. All right,
0: I know you got to run. Let's
1: get the last two. So we got the Blueberry Boyfriend. These are sours. Blueberry Um, Boyfriend from Prairie. Which one? It's that one. Yeah, yeah, it's that one. Yeah. So this one is it's a sour, but it's infused with blueberry.
0: Oh wow! No.
1: It's dark. Wow I love it
0: You love it So you
1: like sours You know what I've grown I've grown I like it well, They're great like, summer beers they're, they're, See how dry it finishes It's like eating sweet tarts Yeah it but it that appears. tang Just yeah. gets
0: like As soon as it hits my tongue You get that That front yeah. That front part of your tongue When it tastes like Just twangs it so
1: much Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. No I can't
1: Yeah okay Are you not a sour fan at all then? I'm not at all? at
0: all Okay yeah,
1: yeah. You, But you, can you get the blueberry on it
0: um, I get like a rotten blueberry. <laughs> 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 like it, it, maybe is is set out too long, blueberry.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's and that's what the uh, yeah, that's what a sour beer will do. I mean, it's yeah, you use the bacterial. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that. how? W- what? What is the difference in a sour versus like an ale?
1: Well, a sour is an ale, but it, my what, bad. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm about, Trying to be one of those no, that's beer bags. <laughs> no, they, um, they, they, they use they use a yeast uh, like a lacto. Uh, they use something that will sour the beer, so it's basically bacterial yeast to produce that flavor. Or they'll let it age in the kettle. you can do you can do a, a kettle aged beer. So hmm. it'll sit in the kettle for a, a day, and what that natural yeast then will come into the beer and sour it up. Um, so it's a very hard yeast to control and to manage. Um, so people who do it well, I mean, it's, it, it's an art. It, it is. Yeah. It is. And, and, and that's why beer nerds love it. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's hard to reproduce. you,
0: you got to like that twink, Like, you got to like sweet tart. You have to. Like, you
1: have to. Yeah, you have to you like the tartness, like tartness, the sour. You really do. You do. All
0: right, cool. Last one. What do we have? I think we
1: got, you know, we got them all. We've been the through Crooked all Stave Raspberry. That's the Raspberry, yeah. And that's the Petite Rose Sour. And that's another Sour. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm bad. It's fine. You know? uh, no, it's one of those things. I mean, I, for I, I didn't drink sours for years. I don't. I, I never had a palate for them, to be honest. Maybe it's because I'm getting old, but uh, I, I, I really like them, especially this time of year. I find them refreshing. I, so this I can get year.
0: that. Like you gone out and mowed the yard. Like
1: yeah, it's very refreshing you and could, crisp. You and uh, take
0: it down pretty good. Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. Man. If
0: you can get past that
1: if you, that's exactly and it's a palate thing. that's why I mean it's definitely a palate thing. every beer is a palate thing. I mean so it's yeah there's there, there's beer out there for everyone. I've had so many people come here who said they don't like beer. you can always find a beer for somebody just depending on what they typically like and and palates change over time. and get you, you learn to grow I mean you learn to like other things and like other beers and I mean that's part of the beauty of it yeah it
0: is nice so. No cannabis-infused beers that you've tried. I haven't tried one.
1: The only one I've had is uh, it smells like freedom, and, it, and they use hops to make it smell to make it smell like a dank weed. yeah, yeah. that's the only one I've had. Yeah.
0: And I would say, hey, if, if you have one, send us one, but that might uh, cause some uh, issues coming across state lines. So <laughs> while we do like you to send us beers, please don't send us but so cannabis infused we'll a
1: cannabis-infused beer. We might not peel, go well. Good we'll PO box on the dark web. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Well, Mason, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I know you've got to run. Thank you for uh, coming in and discussing with us. Uh, You have a social handle or somebody wants to ask you a question? No,
1: Facebook. What's
0: your Facebook handle?
1: It's Mason B. Croft. Spell that out. M-A-S-O-N-B-E-E-C-R-O-F-T. Yep. Cool. I'm around. Cool. Thanks, man. Yep. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you so much.
0: All right, we are live for the Pints and Polishing podcast. We have Jasmine and Josh from Rad Auto Detailing. Thank you guys, you drove in for what? 10-hour drive just to come to the podcast?
4: Yeah, it was 10 or 11. It was yeah, it was 10 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> like an hour and a half? Or or an hour? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. going say hold on. 10 or 11 hours, we're
0: not worth that. No, but thank you guys, you came in, uh, and I apologize, I think we tried to do this before I messed it up, Um, super apology on that, but so glad you guys made it in, very excited about this podcast, DJ and I have actually talked about it quite a bit, Um, we want to not only do the first ever podcast with a woman, I'm
5: here, I'm here. Here?
3: Second podcast
5: because Jen was on. Oh,
0: live with a woman. Live, with live a woman. with a woman.
5: Okay, you got to not
0: fictitiously way. a woman somewhere randomly that you know.
5: I'm gonna say ouch. Yeah. There's Sorry. been a woman here before. <laughs> <laughs> not here. No, not, here. not before. No, <laughs> <Not here>.
0: <laughs> no, first live with a woman. But you are correct, Jen. Cosmetology came on. It was wonderful. Uh, since you love my stories. No. Oh.
3: No, 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 no. Yeah, story yes, No story
5: Ready? I like stories.
0: So we were doing some training in Omaha at this dealership and was talking and going around the room, chatting with all the different guys. And he was talking about Instagram and he goes, and I followed this girl. She's been detailing for like 16 years. And I go, oh, Jen from Cars And he just looked at me and he goes, yeah, how'd you know? And I was like, well, yes, Jen, like everybody knows Jen. I saved it and I'm trying to send it to her, but. Hey Jen, you gotta to respond to some messages now every once in a while, okay? I know you're like high profile. Anyway, she is coming. I talked to her the other day. She is coming to Pints and Polishing Podcast event at SEMA.
3: Did she register though?
0: I don't think she's registered. Where if somebody wants to register, where do they go?
3: They go to free we'll start over. Freebeersema.com.
0: How many of you started? You're already <laughs> drinking, aren't you?
3: I'm on one, I have one
0: of each, right? One now. of each. You. All right. Please introduce yourself. Uh, let's start ladies first. Would be wonderful. Would Tell be us who you are.
5: Well my name is Jasmine. I am said wife of Josh Parks, the detailer. That said me. wife, like is that
0: only during the day or how does that go? On when, it's good days. When it's convenient. When it's convenient, yeah.
5: Um, But I am here, and I'm excited to be supporting Josh in this new venture of his. I'm very excited to be able to talk about the work balance life and just how my role plays part into all of this. So, happy to be here.
0: And give us all the gory details, like how did you guys meet, what was his pickup line, you know, what was all that? Well, I didn't say, I went gory with like,
4: you wanted to be real.
0: Real and I wasn't like intimate details, DJ. Sorry, we're not going there.
3: <laughs> okay, just clarifying for them.
0: Yeah,
5: what the, the gory meant. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'll you're right. Real Bad, word. Bad word. Bad
3: word. Bad word for this. Yes.
5: Unfortunately, it's not as intimate as. As you're probably thinking because we met when we were 12 so there's really not much <laughs> i hope there. it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> i don't know nowadays but when we grew up we met when we were 12. We, how'd you guys
3: meet like next door neighbors no at school at we were school we're school
5: and i i was believe it or not this gothic little very quiet girl and he was a ladies man with a parachute a long, pants
3: and chains yeah I really? Mean, really i went you heard, no no, her, me. no it was awesome I
4: well that's not gothic face.
0: Yeah. Gothic's not what parachute is gothic? pants. Yes, it is. Like hey, all yeah, black no. with
4: smites. Yeah,
2: everything.
0: that's gothic.
2: Yeah,
4: They look like Carhartts with 60 extra zippers. Okay,
2: so
5: I'm thinking, I, hold on, yeah, how
4: old are you? No, tw- oh. no you're twenty okay, yeah,
5: yeah, 27. Yeah, it should be
4: 27 tomorrow.
5: <laughs> I'm 27 tomorrow. Okay,
0: so yeah. for me, parachute pants at 40. Parachute pants was... MC Hammer. No, no. not
3: oh. those parachutes. No, that's
5: well, that's exactly. what I'm saying. Like, like you, you said, Cargo pants. Yeah, Cargo pants are pretty much better. It's like, very but, yeah. unnecessary change, just in all these places where it's just not right. Yeah. Anyway, what kind so of, like, parachute like, pants were you? No? I did. It was definitely different. Yes. Yeah, like, the platform combat boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, you know, i I'm pretty
3: short.
0: I was so, insecure. when did you grow out
5: of that?
3: Though? Like 12 to uh... no, like last week. <laughs> like, like, bro, I told you, you guys. <laughs>
5: she's still wearing the yeah.
4: I still polish them every week. Yeah, right? yeah, you gotta keep a good shine on those. Yeah.
5: Um, but no, we, I really don't know what attracted what you
0: were. Well, 12, I hope. I mean, well, I don't know, was you it, was made it She was nice,
4: she was very nice.
5: I was the quiet little gothic girl. So anyway, that was twelve by fourteen. We started dating. He was, believe it or not, a ladies' man with a long—I don't know—did Bieber have that hair? You know the Bieber long style when he first came in. Yes, yeah,
4: no, we we brought it in. We did. Nineties yeah, kids brought it in. That's right. He just copied us. So,
5: started so what year were you guys born? Ninety.
4: 91.
0: Born in ninety and ninety-one. DJ, what? Yeah, Eighty-nine.
3: Eighty-nine,
5: yeah. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, Scoopin right around the same yeah, era. It was a good year. And the rest from there started dating and we stayed
4: together
2: so. first date
0: what was the first date the first date was terrible
4: it was terrible how old were you yeah. so we were it w- we were 14 mm-hmm. did uh, your
0: parents drive you somewhere
4: my yeah. mom
5: drove us in her minivan she did
4: yep and <laughs> that's when i so found hilarious. out a minivan was jasmine's dream car Woo! so i knew i was oh in for God. it what'd you get
0: no no minivan not, no 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 still game. hold now for the honda odyssey yes, yes. Mm. with the bells and whistles and all yes. right. yeah,
3: Honda the odyssey elite no. There's an elite? <laughs> yes. i
0: <it's a> <laughs> <laughs> no. DJ. I'm real serious. No, no. So, Everybody uh, else perks up. No. There's a Ferrari <laughs> no, there's or something. No. Like, she's like a, a it's Honda, a, it's Honda. Sad. It came to the
3: shop for a coating. They drove all the from Oklahoma City here to get a coating. I'm like, why is this person coming here? Anyways, long story short, it's got like where you can um, hit an intercom button and talk to the kids in the back. Like, and hear them so you and like see kill them. them. Yeah, From like you the can Brian see them and hear them. Yes. It, Sometimes good. I'd rather really have like a divider
4: though. Like they should give you an option. Like you can either <laughs> yell at them idea, or divide. Yeah. Like yeah. like a limo. That'd be, is
3: probably, is yeah. this
5: also that one though, where it has the rear view mirror, where you can like see, like it's a full. Have you seen those ones?
3: Like in the Escalades, where you can like take a camera yeah. in the back. Yeah. Probably. I'm I mean, sure it had. If it's an it it elite, it needs everything to have that. Imaginable yeah. and it was amazing
0: and needs to oh, have it. No. She's putting her foot down.
5: Yeah.
3: We did look at
4: the Sienna Limited though, and they have reclining captain's chairs, like actual recliners with leg rests that come out. Yeah, on we I don't know, man. That. I was sold on that.
0: <laughs> 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 so, first date, I guess, went okay.
4: Yeah, so it went good. No. Um I no. oh, no. so It depends it, I mean, on who. It, we're here now, so it turned uh, out well. Did you go in the
0: for the kiss on the first day at 14?
4: It, it's a little more embarrassing than that. So we uh, we're you sitting in the movie. You went for the
0: kiss and that. totally missed? Let no, tell no. Tell the
4: <laughs> story. We're going to get there. You'll, you'll like it. So it's the not. whole time I was trying to hold her hand, because this is like the first real date I ever went out on. So I was trying to hold her hand, right, and trying to be smooth about it and not, you know, seem like 14. it was my first we're time. 14. And so halfway through, she just stopped and looked at me, and she goes, Did you drop something? Are you trying to, like, find something? Because we are sitting nice to each other, and I kept trying to, like, hold her hand, and she thought I was digging in the seat for... Whatever. With, Phone, like, such
5: sass, I, too. I'm like, did you yeah. drop something? Like, what so, do you mean? <laughs> you're
4: <laughs> so, invading my space. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, well, that was weird. Uh, and so we went out and... But dad, so
0: you met at 12. You were first, like, yep. but you didn't ever take her out till 14.
4: Right. We were just friends before then. You, you um, get on some bicycles and roll in the neighborhood?
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, I rode my bike everywhere, man. That was the stuff house, back in the day. Yep. Yep. Like seven miles. Yep, I eggs. rode my bike in the Arizona heat. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a mongoose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So,
0: my oldest daughter, like this, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, no, my oldest daughter, she's got pegs. Yeah. Really? It came standard from the Walmart bicycle. Yep.
3: Like, you were a badass he had pegs. Like, yeah. yeah that was well, that's what I told her. I was like, you don't understand me. how cool this <laughs> did is. Did you ride on the back of the pegs?
5: Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, that that's guy's awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. He's got pegs on Spike. <laughs> guys, this is it serious. It was <laughs> oh, yeah, <that> was
0: serious.
4: <laughs> so, so, we get out of the movie and...
0: What'd you see? What did we see?
5: like a cheerleading
4: movie. I don't know. Yeah, I don't... I those are the little details. Not Definitely mm-hmm. not good with those ones. I do remember, though, her dad.
0: I mean, you know, that would be pretty pimp on like the 50th wedding anniversary. Yeah, We'd you go see that movie. You go see that movie. We probably like, will rent out a movie in the movie. Put that in the back theater. pocket. Oh, yeah.
5: Or if you got me the Honda Honda <laughs> <laughs> that, <would> be <laughs> that would be good, too. Um,
4: but her dad is, what, like six four, six five.
5: 6'5? Oh, yeah. Big Pontiac man.
4: Pretty close to like 300 pounds. And mm. he drives a, like, 95 Toyota Tacoma, the real little ones.
5: Which we love dearly.
4: Uh, it, yeah, love it dearly, but it came in like on the slant.
5: Because
4: oh, like, oh. he was so big? Because yeah. he's so big, and so... Um, Did that
0: freak you out? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, Man, I mean, he's, come he's, on, dude. Like, At 14, could absolutely. you imagine? Like, when, the, got,
4: when he got out of the car, the whole truck like rocked back to the other side. like It found its center again, and I was just like, oh my gosh. So that I thought that was it. Um, we're great friends now. He still drives the same truck. Uh, still just as big That's really awesome Really cool dude But um, By first night I thought He was either going to kill me And she didn't want to hold my hand So I thought Oh that was over uh, And then we started dating Like a week after that yep. I
5: think
4: So
0: So what do you do dating at 14? Apparently I missed that Whole time dating
4: movies, yeah, movies Yeah it it's was pretty much it's, yep, it Yep It was movies We used to go to Wallace Theater That was cheap Out in uh, Gilbert, on Arizona do you walk the mall a lot? Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Lots mm-hmm. of malls Lots of mall time um, I think that's really about it. When we were that young, we used to I used to ride my bike over to her house and hang out and that was
5: in the one hundred and twenty degree heat.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah, so where was it? Where
5: Phoenix that we, we said?
4: Yeah, in Gilbert, it's a suburb of Phoenix, but uh, just outside of it so, so
5: I knew he really liked me. He was like, You wanna come see me? You gotta ride your bike over to me. Yeah.
4: <laughs> And then I finally got my first car and What was it? It was a Mercury Sable, oh one. I nice. inherited it, uh and that's like that was my baby for a long time, so my favorite car still
0: not right. cool mm-hmm. so tell us your story how'd you get into detailing what like why what when where why now
4: yeah so um when i was growing up i had an uncle that was really into cars uh he did a lot of stereo stuff and he'd always clean his car on the weekend And i remember he used to take him like four or five hours like wash and wax his car and vacuum it um and then later on in life, he ended up passing away, and I inherited that Mercury Sable from him, and it was in you know perfect condition. So that just kind of inspired me to keep it clean, you know, just a memory that we always had together when I was growing up. And then I worked at a uh, restaurant. Let's get some laughs. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel, uh, which is a hot dog well, place. One more time. It, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I'll say into the mic. Uh, Wiener Schnitzel. Um, and so I, I think that's when I first kind of started to realize that that's not. I didn't want to be like. A worker, like I wanted to do my own thing and really get into stuff, and it was one of my first jobs that I ever had. Uh, I started at 15, and this lady wanted me to clean her car, uh, and so I lived in the neighborhood that the restaurant was attached to, um, and she knew that I kept my car clean, and so I cleaned my first car, which was terrible, it was destroyed um, for $35. It took me three hours. Hey, man, it's like 10 bucks an hour.
3: Yeah, so I was making
4: s- like six at Wienerschnitz at the time. I think it was what sort of
3: like minimum wage was. So I was so making a 40% upgrade. Yeah, Yeah. so back in the day, I, I was like 5 dollars I was making at the concession stand yep. at a baseball field, just slinging hot dogs.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. My first job job, I mean, I mowed lawns, but I remember there was a winter. I went to go work at the grocery store, Reese's, because, you know, it was winter and, my parents told me I need to go get some money. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't last there very long, and it was probably six something bucks an hour. I mean, it was not much. <laughs> you know.
4: Yeah, and that's. I think that's where the passion started, as I realized I could make money doing it, and I liked doing it. It was a hobby of mine at the time. Um, and I had a couple dead end jobs and didn't really find anything that I loved. And then I quit my job at uh, it's called CTDI, where I packed boxes for Cox Communications all day and I got hired on at CarMax part-time, and that's really what fueled like, my obsession with cars. How old were you? Um, at that time, it was 2011, so I, just, I was just turning 21 so when I got, got hired, 14, yeah, 20 to 21 is when I first started at CarMax. Um, and I started off as like a part-time inventory associate, like washing cars for prep, cleaning glass, removing window stickers, and then driving up the front for somebody to buy, and then washing 300 cars a week out in the Arizona heat uh, on the front lot. So from there it just kind of progressed, I decided I loved it, wanted to make a career out of it, uh, went full time and started detailing with them and then eventually became the lead of the detail shop uh, and then from there became a line production manager. So then I started overseeing the shop and got further and further away from the work which ultimately led to me putting in my notice and starting Rad detail. So when
3: did you start the detail Company?
4: Uh, seven well, months ago. When did ago. you move seven, here?
3: Okay, seven months ago. So I moved here. November will be
4: three <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah, November will be three years. Uh, but I worked out, I have worked at CarMax for eight, uh, five in Arizona and then three here. Gotcha. So, it was a good job, man. I really liked it, but there wasn't a way for me to progress any further. Uh, it was just kind of getting to or I just had to wait until a position opened. Um, and I definitely couldn't take the pay cut to go back down to buffing cars and doing the hands-on work that i love so
0: but your store detailing story with rad's a little bit different than most right like you've told me basically you joined with another company you guys kind of merged yep quickly walk us through that because that's that's interesting in itself why you would join with another company instead of just all out on your own
4: yeah so um for me, it really stemmed into, uh, I think, what a lot of people struggle with is, are they going to be successful? Um, and I knew that even if I wasn't successful, you know, because I was at a point where I just didn't like my job and I didn't want to stay there, uh, so I, was, I had to open a shop and do what I love again. Um, so I needed somebody that had, you know, they had money, they had clientele, somebody I could work with, somebody that I trusted and I knew did good work that could help me out if anything ever went wrong. Uh, and so I started talking with my current partner, Remilson. Uh, who owns RBR Auto Care out in Edmond, and he has a very large clientele base. He's very passionate and dedicated about what he does, Um, but he doesn't have the technical skill that I had at the time, which I offered.
0: Um, Mostly he's mobile, right?
4: Yeah, correct. He's all mobile. Uh, And so that really interested me, Um, you know, between his passion and there was a need for me to be able to run a shop and do paint correction and coatings. Um, So... I just pitched it to him and said, "Listen, I like I want to leave my job. I want to have a shop. I can't be out in the heat cuz I have this pale, pasty skin that burns under fluorescent lights." <laughs> so, um, he loves being mobile. So, like it really works out. We work really well together. Um, and he's he's a great businessman, great detailer, extremely passionate about what he does. So, um, you know, one way or another, we were going to make it. So, it was it was a good it was a good way to walk out nice. and have her. Yeah, cuz not
0: many people usually it's Go Straight all in on your on own. own. So, yeah. very interesting that that you did it that way. I thought it was it was special. All right, I have actually been. I was not looking forward to this beer based on mm-hmm. the bomb that we had. Not like, at all. I, yeah,
3: I did not want to drink this beer. You so you don't like
0: it? No, I don't, yeah,
3: I love it. It's, yeah, it's, it's I think it's incredible.
0: Like it. The Prairie Artesian Ales. They call it Brett C. It's a farmhouse ale, brewed with Cascade. What's that? What is I, that? I don't
5: know. Because I feel like there's like, a little
3: bit of a tangy. Yeah, it's citrus And it's citra, citra hops
0: right. with a touch of sea salt.
3: But the reason oh, why we, we, like, didn't go into it and want to drink is last week we had a beer by the same company that was absolutely, it was, it was a bomb. Like, it was, like, super that Well, that's thick. what it was
0: called. Yeah. Right, bomb. Right. But
3: yeah. Yeah. In the winter, had it been really cold oh, yeah. wintertime, like, it wouldn't have been a huge ordeal because it would have been, like fitting for the temperature but it was just like heavy like I couldn't even drink the whole thing oh
5: really yeah
3: it was just super heavy like just it, it was a, a stout yeah it was oh, a stout beer I don't like, I don't a Mediator. like Guinness like, I don't like the stout yeah. at all but um I you know push did I pushed mean, through I think I finished <laughs> what's his name? The did you beer, after
0: he left well, I had to work that night so uh, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense it makes sense. Had, yeah so interesting yeah. you said you had to work that night uh that is the premise of what we want to talk about Not only earlier where I said first ever woman to come in to do a live, but I think this is the first, like, family podcast. Normally, we're just talking about something to do with detailing or this and that, like, but when you were like, hey, we want to come make a night of it, it just kind of, and the DJ and I started really discussing it a month ago or so, like, you know, how does work-life balance go inside a detailer's mind, right? We hear, you know, work-life balance around a bunch of different, but like getting niche into us as detailers, how can we do work-life balance in that we want to make sure that we are with our families, we love our family, like the life part, but we all have our own passions and desires of what we want to do as businessmen. And it takes, I, I did not realize how much time it took when I got into detailing. I you know I went right in because I loved it and just would work all the time, but when when I got married, that didn't quite work, and it was ultimately the failure of our marriage because I worked so much. Right. Um. So we wanted to talk then about work-life balance. How does that go for us as detailers? So, would love to know. <laughs> throw the woman right into the hot seat, so to speak. Um. You and don't worry about that we skip itinerary oh, stuff totally all the time fine. we chase rabbits um <laughs> i mean how how does it go for you i mean do you do you get anxious like hey i need you home you guys have what two kids mm-hmm. yep. ages uh three be, yeah, three, three, and two. And a,
5: well, three and a half and almost two so they're very very small very uh, young you close you. in age say yeah,
4: it what you say? You guys No, uh, doctors <laughs> no. actually don't have a warranty on whether they're right or wrong. Ah! <laughs> Just so we're clear.
5: So. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, our story's a little... <laughs> Elaborate. <so>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Come on. Okay. Okay. All right, yeah. No, so
4: I'll, I'll clarify, because I think it's funny. Um, so we when we wanted, we knew we wanted to have kids, and we planned out our first one. We were big planners back then. Uh, so we planned our Ty son. I yeah. Yes. And it didn't go... Like it always does Like when you want a kid It's very You know Then it becomes difficult Right Of course um, we found that out The second time um, So <laughs> Hey practice makes my <laughs>
0: right. Who's complaining About the practice Yeah the practice right. Is the fun part like, yeah. Oh so, shucks It didn't work this time I'll uh, see
3: again tomorrow <laughs> so Or again had, tonight Who knows so, right. Right. so we had our son And the doctor was
4: like Well listen You know next time There's probably going to be Fertility treatments And so on and so forth And they couldn't have been More wrong because uh, then we got blessed with our daughter um, unexpectedly as we got here, which put some of our life in shambles and definitely, you know, it was a wrong time for us, but everything worked out in the long run a lot better, I think. Because uh, we were actually planning to build a house and we were living with my parents at the time, just temporarily, we were waiting for the house to be built. And it saved us from probably a bad decision long term of buying a brand new house. And now we're in a house we love, lower payments, makes things a lot easier.
0: So But so how quick was it?
4: uh
5: that's what I thought Our son you were had going. just turned two.
0: <laughs> yeah, so
5: and just turned out. two,
3: we oh, okay, just that's moved fine. out of here. Which
5: for me though, yeah, I thought it was thought more th- like
3: I thought it was more of like a within the same year. Yeah, that's what
5: I thought you guys oh, no, said. No, no, three no, and a no, half and two and a half.
3: Gross. No, three and a half and
4: three and a half and two. Okay, okay. so that oh, makes okay, sense. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. But,
0: but it was way. still Yeah, you and I were on the same page. There was not... Yeah, gotcha. it was the wrong page. It was the wrong book. It was in the
3: wrong book. It was still good yeah. story. <laughs> that would have been a good story. That would have been. Like, That's what not, I thought not, you were going to say. Just like, just popped on one out and everything was <laughs> good again. That
0: six, six weeks wasn't true. Life. You said doctor's lies. Like, yeah, I, 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 I was going with the six weeks deal. I was like, oh. The doctor says
4: you, like, you're going to have to do something to have more
0: kids. You Oh, know. right. Says, oh, we're weeks. So I mean, we're good together. Totally, yes. So some friends that I went, I took the girls before they left. I took them down to San Antonio. The friends that I went to hang out with, that was their deal. They were they could not get pregnant, so, so they became Jordan's godfather. That so we still we still say that. Wow, that's messed up, man. That's
3: fine.
0: No, it's not messed up. I'm your daughter's godfather. It doesn't mean that you have to be my daughter's godfather. I, mean, little... I didn't know you when Jordan was born, so Whoa. fuck off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Not she that way. She came to the car wash. Not that way. She I didn't came to the you. car wash. She, she did. did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it the, the best. Go. It was wife the best. His wife would... <laughs> it was okay. the best. Now we have to hear His yes. wife would
3: bring me to the car wash with little like, As a baby, you like carry her in. And Marty in. would always go, look, Jordan... There's that black guy. <laughs> like, that was the joke all the time. She would lose it, She'd start crying, cry crawling, immediately. Crying, like, oh. could
0: not stand
3: DJ. But it was the joke, like, the black guy, and then now oh. she loves the shit out of me. So.
0: Yeah. And, oh, trust me, he calls me be the her, white guy. I be His her God children God. don't like me either. The adopted ones did, or the foster ones. They love the hell out of you. Yeah. My kids like you. Now.
3: Jackson just has a little bit of disrespect issues sometimes. I guess. <laughs> it's like there's an adult. Make eye contact and say, hello, please. Yeah.
0: Your son does. Your he, yeah, cool. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that started somewhere. Where did that story start?
5: Oh. Oh, it's fine. I think we just got off on a tangent of how our kids began or how they got so close in age or how they became to be, which is yeah, not we as wrong close wrong as I guess right we were. Too.
3: We thought they were like, was gonna be different, no,
0: like the story months. was I went to down to visit Randall and Manon Fry, my friends. They are, he is my daughter's, the oldest daughter's godfather, because they couldn't have kids. Oh, okay. Couldn't, 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 couldn't. so they started an adoption process of some kids in Haiti. Finally get the kids from Haiti here, and they'd already had four kids of their own. Oh,
2: my.
0: So, all of a sudden, they had six. Like,
2: so, you're right.
0: Yeah, like, couldn't have kids, like, and they told Manon, like, you will never have kids. Something with her uterus.
4: Yeah.
0: Four kids later. Yeah. Like true. okay, I'm done. That's <laughs> how yeah. It yeah. All right. So anyway, back to you've got kids. Mm-hmm. He's at work. How does that go from and he can go in the other room if you want. not. I, know. I <laughs> really I totally
5: don't mind. We're here to sell each other out. Remember? That's right. <laughs> that's what you said.
0: I really would love to hear a woman's perspective on. The man's out at work. He's late. Like, what goes through your mind? Like, are you like, get home or what? Like, yeah, go for it. Just roll.
5: Well, we're just gonna be super transparent because that's how we roll. We're gonna keep it real. It's really hard, and I'm a pretty outspoken woman so i'm really
3: glad Aisha's not here because <laughs> for a split second i'm sorry to cut you off i was like man, she should be here like she's gonna be pissed she's not here but now i'm like so glad for the exact I thing team, you guys say. would to um, yeah oh yeah i would get we would get ripped to shreds <laughs> I know, I know. so I'm now i feel better be about here. now i feel better about not having her on the podcast yeah i'm good go ahead well
5: i still stand by what i said i'm like hey you should have been like a team thing
0: hey keep going
5: anyway roll so with it time.
0: bring it bring it
5: i'm a pretty outspoken woman i always have been he's known this since back in my gothic days even though i was pretty pretty quiet back then i don't usually hold anything back so when i have something to say i will say it and i'm not usually very nice about it in other words i don't like when he's gone all the time because that means i'm solo solo parenting is what i call it and i don't like that because her kids are young We had kids together, I expect to raise them together. I'm not by any means saying his intentions are to be away because he wants to be away, but I've made it clear that he needs to make time for himself. I don't by any means think I've done that in the best of ways. I think I could have been a little more subtle about it instead of yelling at him as soon as he comes through the door at midnight and saying, excuse me, (laughs) what do you think I've been doing all day? I know he's been working. But Trust I us, we get know. it. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's all good. We're, we're going to be best
4: friends, bro. Really. <laughs> I have a Jerry Springer shirt I was going to wear in here. <laughs> I'm
0: just teasing.
5: But I think over... And I know he's, you've only been doing this on your own now for seven, eight months. Yeah.
0: So, so hold on. Is it just in the seven, eight months or when he was working before? It's definitely... Or is it... Yeah, has it dramatically increased since he's been...
5: Mm? I will say it's increased. <laughs> yeah. However... I do have a much higher tolerance if you want to if that's what you want to call it because I've noticed that his mindset has shifted since doing what he loves and he's passionate about whereas with all due respect CarMax was great to us but it wasn't what he wanted to do and I knew that and I think I kept him in limbo for a little bit because you know I stay at home I take care of the kids I'm very fortunate enough to be able to do that but I'm very traditional in the In the ways of thinking, okay, you're the husband, you go to work, and I don't really care if you're unhappy, you've got to put your head down and and make the money and come home, and that's what you need to do. So it took me a while to kind of, I don't want to say conform, but just to get on the same level of, okay, you know, I have this idea. I think it was really brave of him to come to me and tell me that, because a lot of spouses or partners or what have you, I think that's the hardest part to get over, is coming to your... Loved one, and saying, "Hey, I know things are okay right now. I think you know. I know things are pretty steady and consistent. But what do you say we shake it up? I'm not like, I'm not about that life. Cause you're I'm, a planner. I am. I'm a yeah, planner. Yeah. If I can have a traje- trajectory for the rest of my life, I will do so. He's not about that. He likes to like have adventure.
0: Hell yeah, man! Bring it up top. Yep. Woo!
5: You know those little stands? <laughs> yeah, right. That's so me. That's so me. What No. You know those little stands you see at the end of the grocery aisles? Yeah, Yeah.
0: end caps. It's my. The end caps.
5: Those are like his in gas stations. They're made for impulse buyers, like my sweet husband. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I go into the store, I have a grocery list. And they're not not getting no. Mm -hmm. They mark them up so that the people like him go. Oh, I just oh well, it's right there. I need it. No, that is not how I roll. Like I go (laughs) in with a list. I walk out with everything on the Mm. list and nothing more. Nothing Mm. less.
0: Definitely not me. Yeah, me neither.
3: And
5: I'm sure some people are like, okay, this is almost crazy. I don't know why he's married to her, but no. I will <laughs> <laughs> No, I
0: mean that's like I said, that's that's pretty, that that's common. I just why I really wanted to hear though from your perspective and the the guys that are listening, it gives us uh, like right I mean, I heard it from my wife.
3: Mm-hmm. I hear it from
0: my wife. Like literally. but maybe hearing it from a Different wife
5: <laughs> somehow makes you a little more comforted that it's well, I mean, no no the, the it are, might
0: put it better the because they're not as emotional.
3: The guys that are listening might actually get some insight out of this because they're actually like it's it's common like your wife's feelings are valid. Like we I know why you work that late I know why you work that hard like hundred percent but we're talking about today work life balance mm-hmm. so but your feelings are definitely justified and right. so are your intentions. Yep. We just got to figure out how to make this shit
0: all work. Right. It was what I was saying. Like you have a plan, like a way you want to you, do your exactly life. Exactly. Like, if you're going to set out to be an entrepreneur is the cliche term or business owner. I just always didn't want to work for somebody. So I just wanted to work for myself. That's the only way I thought of it you have a set schedule of what goes through your mind of how you want to achieve what you want to do as the man, and you said, like, you come from traditional. I mean, ultimate traditional was the man goes and hunts and gathers, and the woman makes sure that the, the dinosaurs don't eat her kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's traditional traditional, and that sort of seemed like what you're you're about. It's But it's tough.
5: It is, and I think that the one of the key elements in our marriage that has helped us get through this is just been communication and transparency. You know, I don't want to be I don't want to hide anything from one another and I want him to tell yeah, me it's how beautiful. he's feeling. Beautiful. And when I come at him in the middle of the night because I'm angry, you know, I want him to fight back ultimately. Like, you know, I'm not trying to throw you under and say you're like super submissive. But he he usually is because I'm pretty aggressive. I can be, and I'm not ashamed to say that, but I think...
0: Well, and he might realize it's not worth the fight. Like, he it's just like, like, knows. Right, right. Like, he
5: just knows. Alright, alright, she's been drinking, and I'm just gonna like her. <laughs> she's like,
4: two
3: bottles of wine, by
4: the way. Like, not a good time to think about I think, though, it's usually like she's been drinking coffee and staying up and plotting, like, when I walk in the door. She's like, here's the garage door, and she's yes. like, yes, I'm six pots yes. in, and mm-hmm. he's gonna get on it.
0: my list. <laughs> on my list. I'm gonna
5: um, check off what I want to say. So, how many
0: hours do you, like, traditional week, or non like typical week is probably a better way of saying it summertime typical week what time do you go to work what time do you get home
4: i get to work no later than 7 a.m every day and i leave no earlier than five uh, a lot of times i don't take a lunch i'll just eat kind of real quick while i'm working um so i'd say close to 50 okay,
0: jasmine seven 55. to five come on that's well. So that's what
4: I aim for. That's what I really she want. She rolled her eyes. She
5: rolled her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't even
4: know I do it anymore. Just, it is Monday through Saturday because uh, I don't. I mean, Saturday is a busy day for us. Oh, so you work, um, so you work six days, six days a week, and our, our mobile team, my partner, works seven days a week. Um, I mean, that's just the way we are. It's just how we're wired. I think as detailers, and how, how many how many
3: guys are you
4: at? Total uh, in your shop, not we, the mobile. So uh, in the shop, we've got three, including me. And we work. From seven eight with to five, you. so two yeah guys. three with me. Two guys work with me. Yeah, gotcha. But, um,
5: and they're they're great, but
0: yeah. I, but so you aim for five, but like Jasmine, what time does he get home normally? There we go. Right. The daggers came out. I
5: roll over, <sighs> I I roll over in bed at five thirty, and he's up and out of the door. I'm like, where are you going? If I'm too tired, I won't call him, but I'll usually call him like. Are you going to get me coffee? What are you doing? <laughs> Where are you going? He's usually out of the door by 5.30. And he usually is not coming home until after dinner, so about 6. So
3: that's seven. because the man, project he had before didn't get finished in time, so he's got to go back in and make sure it's done so that his data not get shot. Yeah, and I did say
4: I get to work at 7, not like I leave the house at 7. So I'm just eating. <laughs> so I, I I think really, like, yeah. it's it's whatever we need to get the job done. Exactly. and And, I mean, it's... It, totally get it. Like, yeah. seven to five is what I tell myself, like, that's what I'm working, right? Um, but it always depends on what the demand is. You know, if there's more money on the table and uh, more work, then that's what we do to make money for our families. And I think that's where the line kind of gets blurred on what's too much and what's not enough. Because at the end of the day, if I don't work, we don't make money, the business fails, and she can't stay
3: home. Um, so let me ask. So you so you do stay home? I do. Okay. So your own revenue stream is, is rad detailing, correct? Right? Yep.
5: Correct.
3: That's that's awesome.
5: And it's been a tough road. It's scary too, right? It's scary because I had a career before all of this, and so bad
0: she's
3: not here.
5: Oh, <laughs> I had a career. I've gone to college. I'm what, very well educated. What
0: was the career and path? I,
5: I was a say eight.
0: it. Say what you were.
4: Makes Why? Me say, it makes us sound super super dumb. She was no. an accountant for an aerospace company.
5: So we were an aerospace distributor, meaning that we sold and purchased.
0: Tiny. Oh, feel! I thought, oh. I thought about? you said it makes her sound dumb, no, no, no. and then she goes, that's
4: good. why I was looking
0: at no. you like, what you just
5: say? I've never, no, by no. any means, no. called no. you dumb. No. No. no, never, no. But if, but I will say that there have been times where I've so have thought you, to myself, is this interesting, he questioned full
0: time, like have you not thought of doing side, like out of the house accountant
5: stuff? I have, but...
0: Do you do the Counting Books for Red? No. No. (laughs) Because
4: we make too much money for us to be done with it.
5: Say that one more time.
4: I don't want either one of us handling it because it blew up way faster than I thought it would. I started
5: handling it in the beginning, and it, it did get to be... Yeah, we
4: got too big to where you don't, don't want don't the
0: liability you did you really just say you don't trust your wife to do your books i don't trust anyone i'm
4: pretty guys. sure that's <laughs> what you just said oh no, for sure
0: jasmine absolutely feel free if we need to step outside you need to i want it to be
4: airtight i get, get it. it i know i know yeah
0: i don't do my books
4: either frivolously spends that it's worth the money to not deal with it at the end of the year
5: and yes. I will say, I was on board. I thought, okay, you know what? If you're going to find someone else to handle all this mess, that's fine. That's
3: so, fine. I convinced my wife to quit her corporate job. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened to the case here? Or was it... I just it... need to
5: meet her. Well...
3: I know, you don't I need to think meet her, no, right? I think <laughs> it was a
5: very... It, it was a long time coming, because I actually held on to my job. It was a very small brokerage company mm-hmm. based out of Arizona. And I convinced my boss, please keep me on. I can, I can work... Um, what was the word?
3: Remotely. Remotely. Yeah, yeah. So
5: I got set up. I did that for six months until I finally said, you know what? I'm three months pregnant. I don't think I'm going to be able to handle this. And that's very hard for me to say I can't handle something. I don't usually say that. To me, that's like a sign of weakness, but that's a whole nother podcast. So I just said, I'm done. R2, that,
0: yeah, that's yeah. the Polynesian <laughs> inside of you, isn't it? Yeah.
5: So I said, okay, I can't. <laughs> so it was never directly... It was never directly stated. I would like for you to quit your job. It was it was a mutual thing, I
4: think. Yeah, I think we went from quitting the job to just you're not looking for another one. because I think there were definitely you know at the time we were staying with my parents. We were waiting for the house mm-hmm. to get built, so we were in a one bedroom with her, me, uh, my son, and our dog. And so like she's trying to work on a business, talk to clients. They manage oversee accounts in, like, China and, you know, Boeing and everything. And so, take, you know, you're taking calls in the middle out. of the night while a baby's trying to sleep. It just, <laughs> it didn't work, but then we decided, like, okay, this hasn't worked. Let's see how long we can do the stay-at-home thing. And then that's what just continued to, like, fuel me for the next steps, um, is seeing the satisfaction for her and the fulfillment she gets that a job may not bring her. So...
2: Did you
0: you just get shook up? (laughs) I think DJ just took a like... DJ just had a moment.
3: No, I didn't get shook up at all. It's just, no, I mean... Was was,
0: it dust in your eye, or what is that?
3: uh, Bullshit, dude. (laughs) 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 No, that's a great story, man. It really is, like... You guys, like, remind me a lot of my wife and I, which is really cool. Um, Yeah, we gotta get together.
0: Good story. Definitely, definitely. All right, so... Six... Home by six. When you get home... You're going to throw him in the bus again? No. no. I think this is I'm a good. I'm asking one. the question. Okay. I feel
5: like I've been nice. There was no... Th- <laughs> uh,
0: hold on. Pause. Okay. Pause. DJ, when you get home... Oh, come on. Yeah, if you're saying he's good, that means that you're the one that's bad at it. <laughs> I'm so, so when so bad you, at you this. get home... Yeah. Do you, I mean, are you... So, where he, are you at mentally? Are you uh, chiming okay, in? Okay, so or? Uh,
3: before, in the earlier years, I'd get home and I would still do finish up my emails. I'd finish up my you know, accounting for the day, the numbers, whatever, like finish up talking to clients, so forth. And now, I stay at the office for an extra hour because if I get all that stuff done, I can go home and be comfortable. If I have text messages still have, have, have not responded to or emails I haven't responded to, or if I don't know where my numbers are at the end of the day, which is like, you know, a habit of mine, like then I can't be all in my family. So I'll stay an extra hour, 30 minutes or whatever at the office to make sure that everything's tight and like, and cool. So when I go home, I'm, I'm all in. So now when I go home, I'm good before I'd be on my phone for multiple 30 to 45 minutes to an hour just on and off my phone the whole time during dinner and stuff that's just like not engaging with the kids because I've had an eight-year-old and a four-year-old and they see that you know and I don't want them to see that so um yeah before I was horrible at it I always on my phone
5: do you mind if I ask yeah. if your wife called you out on it, or was that something that you came to terms with on your own?
3: We both did. Uh, no, as far as the staying and actually getting stuff done, mm-hmm. I communicated to her, like, look, this is what I need to do so that when I'm home, I'm, I'm at home. Yeah. And, you know, she, and I try to, you know, I try to be home between six and seven is the latest that I try to be home by on a day that I'm not staying straight through. And straight through means, like, I'm going to work, and then I'm going to like, come here, do some office stuff, eat dinner, and then go to the
2: you know, shop
4: and do another car. So, yeah. yep. so I think that that's something that I'm coming to learn. Uh, at, like as a new business owner, you want any phone call, any job coming in. Like You've that was. Take I mean, yeah, that's and that's what I wanted to do. And like as I'm becoming more aware of the impact that that can have on my family and on my kids and my wife, um, you know, there are times where I've sat there and like looked at the both of us and our kids playing in the living room and been like. We're not paying attention to kids at all, or each other, or both of us on our phones all night. Um, and for a long time, my like my weakness was justifying it as I make the money. This is how we make money. Is I need to be on my phone. And I think that's a trap that a lot of us fall into because it's it's the truth. Like I'm not on my phone playing games. I'm scheduling appointments, interacting with people. Right, but so money.
0: let me talk. Let me stop you because you said something very interesting, which used to be my debate with my former wife she so i was horrible i would come off i, I mean so we started this business in, in 2010 from uh, a firing of working for a company so n- 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 no what's that where they give you money or stipend or like uh, severance severance nothing Detail cars try and sell chemicals and survive that no, was no
4: safety net
0: no safety net And so I just worked. That's just what I did. And if I was home, I was working. Now, you said something. You said, well, I'm not on my phone playing games. I'm working. So that was my justification, too, because I enjoyed what I did. I said, look, you're just watching TV. So what's wrong with me being in the office working? Well, you're just playing this. What's wrong with me Exactly. Doing this, and and very interesting that yeah. you brought that up. And so I think that how has that dynamic gone?
4: So I think in the beginning stages, that's how I justified it in my head, and then like slowly, I've realized that that's wrong, right? And, and maybe not necessarily wrong, but like it's not a justification for not being able to interact with the kids. And so I think you know, we talk a lot about like Gary Vaynerchuk I think one of the things he talks about is it doesn't matter if you make it to like all your kids' swim meets and you know football practices and all that. If you're not fully, if you're not dedicated. if you're not present, you know. Yeah. And so I try to be real conscious. I actually just found out about Do Not Disturb on my phone. Um, so that's like at 5 p.m. it's Do Not Disturb. So the only person I get a phone call is my partner who he's only going to call me if there's something actually going on. Like, hey, man, something changed for tomorrow. We need to change our schedule or whatever, right? It's something pertinent to our business. So
0: did, did that happen from a...
4: No, that's that. for me just sitting oh. back and realizing I'm like, you know, analyzing what i'm doing in my actions.
0: so journey. it happened out i was going with the i bet you there was a jasmine like <laughs> right hook but I mean, I mean, it came out of josh you had a moment inside and you realized
4: yeah. and i listen i mean it's not i'm not gonna say it's never been a conversation it has been before um but that's where i just kind of said okay i need to reel this in before it becomes a problem because once it's a problem it, it's kind of hard to start reversing that you know um And so I just didn't want it to get to that point. I'm very I'm very big on being proactive on things instead of reactive and so that's That's one of the things.
5: I was just curious if it was out of maybe something that had happened, like a conversation.
4: Nope. just one day I I heard about it from a friend and turned on Do Not Disturb every day, five PM. Nobody with our favorites can call me. So that's it. So
0: what's a typical nightlife look for you guys? Just the the great family with the white picket fence and you're playing with your kids in the floor all the time oh yeah
4: 100 Uh, i never get phone calls i never get like snagged into instagram still i mean uh, for me it'll always be a work in progress because i'm passionate about what i do and i love to talk to customers engage with people like not in person over the internet's my favorite um but for us it's when we get home you know dinner's going the kids greet us and i mean we just we get right into dinner and then Movie, family time, whatever. We read a lot of stories. Um,
5: and look, we're still young. You're a reader, yeah. like
4: oh yeah. Um,
5: but I come from a very tight knit family. That's really all I've known, and I want to make sure that this is.
0: Right, I mean, I came from a tight knit family yeah. too. But I remember my dad. Wor- I mean, I just don't. You said, I think you even made the comment about you don't want your kids to know that you were working the whole time. Right. That's all I knew of my dad. Yeah. My dad worked. And this is why I think I have the work ethic that I have, because my mom raised us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, my dad was at games, and I remember that, and I was always happy to see him at games. But, I mean, it was my mom that raised us. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know if there would be a second marriage. And if there is, I don't know that I, I think, which we joked a minute ago, like I need somebody that just does this, this, and that, like just <laughs> does it, because I don't know if I could go back. I, I don't know if I knew how. I don't know if it's ever been in my DNA not to work all day.
5: And look, I've come to realize that. Um, I know that giving up a career is very difficult for anybody. And it was very hard for me as far as having some sort of identity crisis uh, because I almost felt like I lost a part of myself. and.
0: Right. No, that's I totally Aisha. Dude, like... Totally I'm Aisha. I literally... Aisha wanted to be a... Moved, <laughs> uh, uh, a TV broadcaster. A long time ago. Yeah, when I originally met, that's yeah. what she wanted, and that was her career. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And I felt like I had given up a part of myself, and I and to move out here to good old Oklahoma, and I thought, all right, it's better, uh, <laughs> it's better pan out. So when I felt like there were plenty of nights where I was solo parenting, I, I communicated that, um, and I think that's all that I could do to realize. Until I realized, okay, this is something I'm going to have to. I can't change that about him. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad trait to have to be a workaholic, but I do want to make sure that that is portrayed to me that his intentions are good, they're pure, they're to support my family and us and our kids. And even when the kids ask, you know, your kids are, are older, mine are still fairly young, but my three year old will ask, where's daddy? I don't necessarily just want to say, well, he's working. I'll say, well, he's working hard to support us, so he knows. He knows mm-hmm. that the intentions are good. Because um, I'm not going to change that. I know that you are going to work because it's not... Like you want to stay all hours of the night. You know, you do have...
4: Yeah, I think... Vision. So one thing that I see Marty do a lot... Uh, I, I know you don't follow him on Instagram, but... You know, okay. when my kids are older, like... <laughs> is, <Wow>. you know, <laughs> being... You should probably definitely get a follow-up, of that, so. yeah, get 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 a follow-up on that, uh, <laughs> so... You'll get one more at least today. Is that, like you know, you bring your daughters to work, and I think that's super cool, and they're, like, involved, you know, and just little things that, you know, we see on the Total Auto Solutions page, and I think that that's definitely cool that you guys get to share that and do that, whereas I think some other, now, <laughs> to an extent, right, <laughs> but,
0: yeah. B J seen a lot, like, yeah,
4: but, keep going, you know, like,
0: <laughs> I'll take the camaraderie for that, but, yeah, yeah listen, I, I,
4: I think it, but I think it shows that, like, you're trying to do something trying. for your kids, right, yeah. uh, whether loved or not, like, Jasmine's dad works at Southwest. She can't go to work with her dad. Like right. he's working, he's working. That's it. Like yeah. And so I think that us as like business owners and you know detailers and whatnot, we have some more flexibility in that. And so it doesn't always have to be going to the baseball games or whatever. Like my son loves to come up there and see the cars. And so like I'll call her and be like, Hey, listen, bring there's some lifted trucks. There's, there's some cool yeah, stuff up here. Up. Like bring them up. You mm. guys are out getting lunch. Come up to the shop. Yeah. Like, let's spend some time up here. And so like that's super cool for the kids. That I think. Everybody has this Like you said White picket fence Like spending time Is only at home Around the dinner table Um, And those are little things That you know My son remembers Like hey I went to my dad's shop I got to see this Huge truck Or you know Whatever it was More than Hey we sat down And watched a movie together Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So Yeah I definitely I mean On the other side The divorce side I definitely We didn't do What you You said you communicate Like we didn't communicate I just kept working and it wasn't even until after a couple of years after the divorce that she finally apologized for some stuff that she did. At the divorce and was like, I realized, and I was so thankful for how much you did work because. And this is this is the way I took it is she had to get out into the dating pool, and there's a lot in that <laughs> pool that don't work. Thank you for saying that. I don't know. It's fine. Like that's like that's the other side from a man's perspective. Like fuck yeah, I worked and you didn't have to. Right? I'm not looking at you with that one, I'm sorry, I'm not But but I mean that was like that was part of it. It was like, yeah, I worked for you. Right. Right? Like so from a man's side, like we heard yours like from a man's side it was like, Yeah, well you didn't have to work and so yeah, I stayed till seven, sorry. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think this Sorry, is, how was your day of drinking coffee and sitting <laughs> on the porch? Yeah, that's just a nice slow, slow <laughs> man, because sometimes, like, that does come to my head. He's done
2: that before. Yeah,
4: I I have. Like, in a joking manner, obviously, like... Oh, I mean, there's times I take hits. It's just like... We want to, like, we want to have fun and keep our, you know, like, you can't be serious all the time. Like, it can't, it just can't be that way. And sometimes, like, it sucks to argue, but it's better to sit there and communicate, even if we're, like, we know we're just going to butt heads the whole time, and, like... It helps me understand her point of view because that is my point of view a lot of times. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to miss this because I'm making money. There's a lot of money on the table this week. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and I like the one thing that I fall into is like trying to quantify what I'm doing in a money terms Mm -hmm. where, you know, we've talked about her like, you know, like the loss of your identity is like there's not a monetary or quantifiable contribution in raising kids, but it's one of the most important things that happens in our family. Um, you know, money will come and go, we can make more, I can get another job, money can always come there, we only get to raise our kids one time, so, like, that's it, and I think that's the part where she feels like she struggles, because I can say, hey, well, I can bring in money to pay the bills, but we'll only know in 10 years if the kids grew up right. And
5: I don't think any of this would have come to the surface if I we just didn't communicate
0: yeah. yeah well you nailed it on the head I mean communication is the biggest yeah. part mm-hmm. you know uh, I as far as the missing parts, so anybody that's listening that, that is missing out on th- like missing out's the tough part like okay. I, I had customers every Saturday morning that had to have their cars detailed oh how many <laughs> soccer games I missed and then now my kids are gone and so when I go visit them one of the things I do is go watch a soccer practice yep. because i miss missed so much before, yeah. you know, so as they get older, I mean, you're still young with the ages, like, but as they get older, man, those games are important soccer practices are important for them as well as you because it only happens once,
4: Yeah. you know. And I think one of the benefits of being in my own business is, like, our son just started swim lessons and they're at 10 o'clock in the, in the morning. And I never could have made one of those at Carmax, and I've made all of them but two. Which, like, I had a doctor's appointment one morning, and then the other morning, like, I just had something going on, and like, but we communicated. Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it. But that never would have happened at Carmax. I couldn't have just left at 10 a.m. every day to no. go to his his swim meet. So, I think there definitely are a lot of benefits. There's a lot of drawbacks, but you know, it's the communication, just being open and honest with it.
0: Yeah, and and I would say. Going to those is massively important. We could all give excuses of saying why we can't make it to them, even if we are self-employed. Like, oh, I got this car, I got this customer, I like blah blah blah. It was so interesting. I didn't. I missed a lot of stuff, and some of it was my own fault, right? I had to go take care of this customer, right? The fault still landed on me. It was super interesting. Is years after, you know, she leaves, divorce, blah blah blah. My youngest daughter wants to go into gymnastics. Well, mom's not gonna take her, so I sit there because she progresses super fast. And she, we knew she would be a great gymnast, and she just rolled into it super fast. And before long, I'm there three days a week for three hours sitting there. Before I, there was no way there, you know. I justified why I had to work, which was just purely justified. All of a sudden, I had three hours for three days a week to sit at a gymnastics practice and then meets and all that. I think at some point it becomes
4: non-negotiable. You know, when you lose something or you miss out on something, like, it hurts to see them go on vacation. But right now, like, you know, we've discussed it at this point of the business startup. Like, I just can't take time off right a second. But, like, if anything happened, I'd regret it for the rest of my life. And then from then on, any opportunity I got would be non negotiable, like you're saying. And that's the way the swim meets are. Like, 10 o'clock comes, I'm out. Sorry. Like, phone goes off. I tell my guys, like, hey, I'm leaving. And so um, maybe quitting time, like going home at the end of the day, is something I need to work on with that. But, you know, with my son's swim lessons, that's one thing that's
3: been important. So,
0: how do you guys handle those things? The events? I
3: just, I just, they're, yeah, I just don't miss. Like, I, like I might have to work a little bit later. I might have to tell the client I'm pushing it back a little bit longer. But I just, like, I just don't miss anymore. And actually, they actually. Like,
0: what events? What are your kids into? Not
3: events. Okay, so um, my son. So this we're kind of in a limbo now. We're starting a new season for the fall, but for um, for the winter or uh, whatever it was. It was the last season, winter. Anyways, spring. Spring. Sorry. Yeah, spring. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so my daughter did volleyball. And my son did basketball, and I coached both teams to keep, oh, kind of keep man. myself accountable to be engaged with them. So I had to be at the practices and the basketball yeah. games and stuff like that. So I knew nothing about volleyball. I don't know. <laughs> I literally did <like, laughs> I, I sent out a message on Facebook that said, who knows volleyball? So you've never played volleyball? No, I played, like, just bullshitting, but not like. I
0: played on a school volleyball team, no,
3: sixth grade. I didn't at all. Yeah. And uh, I had a friend that came out and helped with the first Dude, practice. Dude, you should have
0: seen the shorts. They were like way oh, yeah. up here. It was definitely in the eighties. You had long hair too. No, I was a kid kid. Oh, I didn't have long. Hair. Yeah, <laughs> okay. but the shorts were way up That's high. The guys had the shorts. That's yeah. Fabulous. That's the eighties, though, man. Yeah.
3: Go ahead. John. No, 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 you're good. So yeah, I I coached, both so like I had to be there. Like there was, yeah. and like I don't like not be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just you can't miss. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Alright, so we have completely disregarded the beer the entire podcast. Oh. But we definitely consumed it. <laughs> Everyone's was cup's say,
2: empty. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't
0: notice.
5: It was yeah. good. Well
0: we typically in the podcast we talk do you want to know you want a beer? Or you uh, guys has good? has everyone
5: got one?
3: No, we're good. We got plenty of
0: left. Oh yeah, these are gone, but if you want one of these. Is there
5: yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, okay.
0: Thank you. Um so we typically like to discuss the beer as we go but I don't know if you can remember right that's it. we just were rolling it was such it was good content so no reason to, to stop um do you remember the flavor the, what did you like about the beer I so I like the hoppy bitter
4: taste so
0: that's your tip, traditional go-to yeah, you like an IPA like
4: Yep, the hoppier, the better. That's, that's that's my favorite. What's your favorite?
0: Like, if you pick an IPA... Hoptometrist.
4: Like, right yeah. now, Hoptometrist yeah. is, is, like, one of my go-tos. You that's, know? A,
0: that's a an Oklahoma beer, so... Yep. Oh, I yeah. not know that.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I uh, like to
0: drink. Gosh, who is that? It's down... It's down in Norman, isn't it? I honestly
5: can't
4: remember who makes it. I just know it's delicious. Yeah, but uh, it's oh, it's oh, an oh,
0: Oklahoma beer. Hoptometrist. Yeah, with okay. the green. I didn't
5: know that. Yeah. If
0: Luke from... Uh, cruise in auto spas listening that's he loves that too yeah that's when we've favorite. gone he's from down in norman and every once in a while i'll get a ticket to go to a norman game with him mm-hmm. and they'll always tailgate and that's one of his favorite tailgaters is yeah. optometrist
4: yeah lagunitas is probably a close second i like some of their beers um daily drinkers would be like cooers hell yeah say it again oh no he's
0: here the way he said it Coors. <laughs> Coors. hell yeah Coors. <laughs>
4: So like, <laughs> I feel like redneck mimosas would have been appropriate here, which is probably one of my favorite, like, summertime things. What are redneck Whoa, mimosas? Whoa, yeah. yeah. So, you uh, so, redneck mimosas would be... I have no idea what that is. Uh, oh, God. It's going to be orange juice. <laughs> orange juice and perhaps blue ribbon.
5: Say that one more
4: time. Orange, orange juice, juice and, and Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's very
5: refreshing. Just try.
0: Well, so the redneck, refreshing. so that's right. I mean, a mimosa has orange juice well, and champagne, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so, with the paps. so the redneck part is
4: interesting. It's not a lot of orange juice. It's like okay. that much beer and then a splash of orange juice,
5: just to kind of offset
4: it a little. But it's
0: really refreshing. Hmm. Oh, the orange juice part, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Just like low pulp.
0: We yeah. had paps on. <laughs> oh, a month. And a half or so. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind Paps. I a good. lot of times at B doves drinking Paps. Hey, listen, not, I don't
4: get like a thirty pack of you know, I get maybe a six pack, and that's you know, and then I try and rotate because I get I get tired get of stuff real quick. Here.
0: <laughs> well, <there> <laughs> <go>. <laughs> so what's your orange juice of choice?
4: Uh, Do you
0: pulp he, or no it? pulp? He said low pulp.
4: Well, so for that beer, no pulp. He if I like, if off. I drink orange juice traditionally, yeah, what are you
0: checking in me for? He said there's a difference between low and no. All
4: right, listen. <laughs> so I did, so I, way. usually I drink grove stand, uh, all the pulp in the world, because I love the pulp. Mm-hmm. But when you mix it with beer, the pulp all kind of sits on the mm. top, and it, it just, floats. I did that the first time. You don't
0: time. like a little snack while you drink?
4: No, no, I don't like to chew it. Uh, I don't. <laughs> so when you do a redneck mimosa, no pulp is the best. No to low pulp.
5: Yeah.
4: I said low pulp, bitch.
0: <laughs> Yeah. We're going to have to try it.
5: I can't believe you guys haven't tried
0: Never yeah. even heard of it,
4: no. At all So I did a lot of like Back and forth between Nebraska and Arizona When I was growing up All my dad's family's in Nebraska So I think that's
0: where it came from I had no idea the amount of corn that they have it It's all corn Incredible. That's
5: all they're. they're
0: no they're idea <laughs>
5: <laughs> You're driving through and it's yes. just corn It's literally Also yeah. all The
0: whole state is corn It's just yeah. corn yeah. Forever <laughs> Like their mascot's corn hustler <laughs> I didn't <laughs> really <laughs> put it together Like I, I just never that. put but it, it to, Right Never just, put it together uh, Driving to Omaha, that all the way through Nebraska, that's all there was. There was corn everywhere.
4: So in the winter, you can, like, see the road. You know, when everything's cut down, you can see the roads and you can kind of see where you're going. But when, like, when it's fully grown, I mean, it's very intimidating to be driving down the freeway and you're trying, or, you know, the highway and you're trying to look for street signs. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't see it till the... Yeah, like, literally, there.
0: every, no joke, highway. He's not being, like, highways, major highways through the state, corn is... 15 feet off the highway, full-blown like, like, for like miles trees. at a time. I
5: don't actually just, think I've, you've only taken me back
4: yeah, in the winter. Yeah, she's only yeah. been back there in the winters, but it's yeah, it's crazy in the mm-hmm. summer. Summer and spring.
0: You didn't watch my stories then, did you? As I was driving, I didn't to, Omaha. to them.
3: You know how you watch stories, you can't, <laughs> you know you watch stories, you can't listen oh, at the no, time? No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep going. going mm-hmm. So I can't just Those stand. exited in. All I are gonna say is make it a great DJ. day somewhere in
0: there. But yeah, so much corn. It's crazy. Yeah, That's all it is. All right. I liked, I mean, so the farmhouse aspect, the only other farmhouse that I remember drinking, I know it's sort of like a. To me, and maybe I'm not smart in the beer scene, farmhouse seems to be a newer concept. And I just remember Boulevard, they have the whole series of a farmhouse ale series. So this is a farmhouse I thought it I was I thoroughly like it. Evidently everybody likes yeah, it. it yeah. a- we all drink it. That's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you remember do you all right, we are live for the Pints and Polishing podcast. We have Jasmine and Josh from Rad Auto Detailing. Thank you guys you drove in for what, 10-hour drive just to come to the podcast?
4: Yeah, it was 10 or 11. It was yeah, it was 10 or 11. Yeah. <laughs> like an hour and a half?
2: Or or an hour?
0: Yeah,
3: absolutely. to yeah. say, hold on. <laughs> 10 <or> 11 hours, <laughs> we're not worth
0: that. <laughs> no, but thank you guys. You came in, uh, and I apologize. I think we tried to do this before. I messed it up. Um, super apology on that, but so glad you guys made it in. Very excited about this podcast. DJ and I have actually talked about it quite a bit. Um, we want to not only do the first ever podcast with a woman,
5: here I'm a woman. Nice to uh, be on second here. Second
3: podcast because Jen
5: was on. Oh,
0: live with a woman.
3: Live with live a woman. with a woman. Okay, you got to not it
0: fictitiously way. a woman somewhere randomly that you know. I'm
5: Gonna say ouch. Yeah. There's Sorry. been a woman here before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not <laughs> no, here. not before. No, <laughs> no, first live with a woman. But you are correct, Jen. Cosmetology came on. It was wonderful. Uh, since you love my stories. No.
3: Oh. No 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 no. Yeah story. Yes, no story. Right? I like
5: stories.
0: So we were doing some training in Omaha at this dealership, and was talking and going around the room, chatting with all the different guys. And he was talking about Instagram, and he goes, "And I followed this girl. She's been detailing for like sixteen years." And I go, "Oh, Jen from Carsmatology." And he just looked at me and he goes, "Yeah. How'd you know?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, it's Jen. Like everybody knows Jen. I saved it, and I'm trying to send it to her, but..." Hey, Jen, you got to respond to some messages now every once in a while. Okay? I know you're like high profile. Anyway, she is coming. I talked to her the other day. She is coming to Pints and Polishing Podcast event at SEMA.
3: Did she register though?
0: I don't think she's registered. Where, if somebody wants to register, where do they go?
3: They go to free. We'll start over. FreebeerSEMA.com.
0: How many of you started? You're already <laughs> drinking, aren't you? I'm
3: on one. I have one
0: of each. Right one now. of each. <laughs> you. All right. Please introduce yourself, uh, let's start, ladies first, would be wonderful, would tell be us who you are.
5: Light. Well, My name is Jasmine, I am said wife of Josh Park's. Shed life like is that
0: <laughs> only during the day or how does that go? On when is convenient. When is convenient? Yeah.
5: Um, but I am here and I'm excited to be supporting Josh in this new venture of his. I'm very excited to be able to talk about the work balance life and just how my role plays part in, into all of this. So happy to be here. And
0: give us all the gory details. Like how did you guys meet? What was his pickup line? You know what was cool all r-
5: that? <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't say I went gory with like. You wanted to be real. Real and I wasn't like intimate details, DJ. Sorry, we're not going there.
3: <laughs> okay, just clarifying for them.
0: Yeah. What
5: the, the gory meant? Mm-hmm. Okay, well I'll. You're right. Real Bad, word. Bad word. Bad word. Bad
3: word for this. Yes.
5: Unfortunately, it's not as intimate as. As you're probably thinking because we met when we were 12, so there's really not. Much <laughs> I hope there. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nowadays, but when we grew up, we met when we were 12. We How'd you guys
3: meet like next or in eighties, No, No, we were in school, high.
5: and I, I was, believe it or not, this gothic little, very quiet girl, and he was a ladies' man with a parachute long, pants
3: and chains. Yeah, I really? Mean, I went to no no, her, me. no, it was awesome. I well, that's not gothic.
0: Face. Yeah. Gothic's not no. Parachute gothic. Pants. Yes, like hey, all yeah, black no. with that smiles that Yeah, everything. that's Gothic. Yeah.
4: They look like Carhartts with 60 extra zippers. Okay, so I'm thinking, I, hold yeah, on, yeah. how old are you? No, tw- oh. 27. No, you're, oh, yeah, yeah. you're
0: 27. Yeah, you should be
4: 27 tomorrow.
5: <laughs> I'm 27 tomorrow.
0: Okay, so yeah. for me, Parachute Pants at 40, Parachute Pants was... MC Hammer. No, oh. not those parachutes. No, not That's, no, well, that's no, what I'm so saying. Like, like you like, said, Parachute uh, Cargo pants. Cargo, yeah, yeah. Like, cargo like, like, pants are yeah. very yeah. much better. Yeah. like yeah.
5: unnecessary change just in all these places where it's just not right. Yeah. Anyway, what kind so of like Parachute like, pants were you? Was, no? I did. It was definitely like different. Yes. Boots, yeah, like the platform combat boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, you know... I'm, Pretty
3: short. I was so, insecure. when did you grow out of that though? Like 12 to. Uh... No, like last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, bro, I told you. you <laughs> She's still wearing the 15. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still polish
0: them every
4: week. Yeah, yeah, you gotta keep a good shine on those. Yeah.
5: Um, but no, we, I really don't know what attracted what
0: you were. Well, 12, I hope. I mean, well, I don't know. Was, was there She was nice.
4: She was very nice.
5: I was the quiet little gothic girl. So anyway, that was 12. By 14, we started dating. He was, believe it or not, a ladies' man with the long... I don't know. Did Bieber have that hair? You know the Bieber long style when he first came in? Yes, yeah,
4: no. We, we brought it in. We did. And yeah, 90s kids brought it in. That's right.
5: He just
3: copied us. So
5: started so what, you guys at 14. 90.
0: 91. Born in 90 and 91. DJ, what yeah. 89?
5: 89, yeah. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, just right good around good. the same yeah, era. that's a good year. And the rest from there... We started dating, and we stayed
4: together. So. First
0: date. What was the first date? The, the first date was terrible.
4: It was terrible. How old were you? Yeah. So we were it w- we were 14. Mm-hmm. Did uh, your
0: parents drive you somewhere?
5: My yeah. mom drove us in her minivan. She did.
4: Yep. And <laughs> that's when I hilarious. found out a minivan was Jasmine's dream car. Woo! So I knew I was oh in for God. it from What'd there. What did you get?
0: No? No minivan? Not, no. No, no. We've
3: got a still game. hold
0: now for the Honda Odyssey?
3: Yes. yes. With the mm. bells and whistles and all. Yes. That's a right. Honda Odyssey Elite. No. There's an elite? <laughs> yes. <it's amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> no. DJ. I'm
5: serious. So, no,
0: no. So, Everybody uh, else perks up. So, there's a Ferrari no, there or something. No. Like, she's like a, a Honda Odyssey. Oh, it me. came to
3: shop for a coating. They drove all from Oklahoma City here to get a coding. I'm like, why is this person coming here? Anyway, long story short, it's got like where you can um, hit an intercom button and talk to the kids in the back. Like and hear them so and like see them. them yeah like you the can Brian see them and hear you talk yes th- sometimes <laughs> I'd rather really have like a divider though like they should give
4: you an option like you can either <laughs> yell at them idea, or divide yeah. Yeah. like like a limo think, is probably, this yeah.
5: also that one though where it has the rear view mirror where you can like see like it's a full have you seen those ones
3: like in the escalades where you can like take a camera yeah. in the back yeah. probably I'm I mean sure. it had if it's an it it elite it needs to have that everything imaginable on it it was amazing
0: and needs to oh have it.
5: No. She's putting her foot down. I yeah. Am.
4: We did look at the Sienna Limited though, and they have reclining captain's chairs, like actual recliners with leg rests that come out. Yeah, we well, I mean, that's, that's definitely that's better better that. than a that's, I don't know man, that. I was sold on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so first date, I guess, went okay.
4: Yeah, so it went good. No, um, no. Oh, no. No, a, no so it, it depends it, it, on I mean, who. It, we're here now, so it turned uh, out well. Did you go in the
0: for the kiss on the first day at 14?
4: It, it's a little more embarrassing than that. So we uh, were you sitting suck, in the you movie. You went for the
0: kiss and totally missed? Let no, tell no. Tell the <laughs>
4: story. We're going to get there. You'll, you'll like it. So it's the not. whole time I was trying to hold her hand, because this is like the first real date I ever went out on. So I was trying to hold her hand, right, and trying to be smooth about it and not, you know, seem like it was 14. my first we're time. 14. And so halfway through, she just stopped and looked at me, and she goes, Did you drop something? Are you trying to, like, find something? Because we were sitting nice to each other, and I kept trying to, like, hold her hand, and she thought I was digging in the seat for... Whatever with like such
5: sass I, too. I'm like, did yeah. you drop something? Like, so, what do you mean?
4: <laughs> you're <laughs> so, invading my space. Yeah, <laughs> and so I was like, well, that was weird. Uh, and so we went out and. But dad, so
0: you met at twelve. You were fr- like, yep. but you didn't ever take her out till fourteen.
4: Right, we were just friends before then. We um, get bikes and bicycles and roll in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I rode my bike everywhere, man. That was the stuff house, back in the day. Everything. Yep. yep. Like, seven miles of riding my bike in the Arizona heat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a mongoose. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Dude, my oldest daughter, this, like, yeah. yeah, no, my oldest daughter, she's got pegs. Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, daughter, got pegs. Yeah. Yeah. It came standard from the Walmart bicycle. Yep. Like You
3: were a badass. He had pegs. Like, yeah. yeah that was well, was that's, cool. super that's what I told her, I was like, you don't understand me. how cool this <laughs> is. Did you ride on the back of the pegs? Yeah, I was like, that guy's
5: He's got pegs on Spike. Guys, this is serious. Oh yeah, It was serious.
4: So, we get out of the movie and.
0: What'd you see? What did we it's see?
5: Like a cheerleading movie,
4: I don't know. Yeah, I don't I had uh, those are the little details. Not definitely mm-hmm. not good for those ones. I do remember though, her dad I mean you know that
0: would be pretty pimp on like the 50th wedding anniversary You go see, see that movie. movie? You go see that movie. We probably like, will rent out a movie and put the that in movie the back theater. pocket oh, yeah.
5: or if you got me the Honda.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that would be good too. Um, but her dad is what, like 6'4, Oh,
5: yeah, big Pontiac man.
4: Pretty close to like 300 pounds, and mm. he drives a like. 95 Toyota Tacoma, the real little ones,
5: which we love, dearly.
4: uh, it yeah, love it dearly. But it came in like on the slant
5: because
4: <laughs> like, oh. he was so big, because yeah. he's so big. And so, um, did
0: that freak you out? Yeah, oh, for sure, oh, yeah. man. I mean, he's coming at 14.
4: <laughs> could you imagine? Because like, <laughs> when, when he got out of the car, the whole truck like rocked back to the other side, like it found its center again. And I was just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> so that I thought that was it. Um, we're great friends now, he still drives the same truck. Uh, still just as big That's really awesome Really cool dude But um, By first night I thought He was either going to kill me And she didn't want to hold my hand So I thought Oh that was over uh, And then we started dating Like a week after that yep. I think So
0: So what do you do dating at 14? Apparently I missed that Whole time movies. Yeah.
4: movies Yeah it it's was pretty much it's. Yep, it Yep It was movies meet. We used to go to Wallace Theater That was cheap Out in uh, no, Gilbert, Arizona Do you walk on the mall a lot? Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Lots mm-hmm. of malls Lots of mall time um, I think that's really about it. When we were that young, we used to, I used to ride my bike over to her house and hang out. And that was
5: In the 120 degree heat. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so where was it? Where,
5: Phoenix, that we, we said?
4: Yeah, in Gilbert. It's a suburb of Phoenix, but uh, just outside of it, so.
5: That's how I knew he really liked me. He was like, you want to come see me? You gotta ride your bike over to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I
4: finally got my first car, and... What was it? It was a Mercury Sable, 01. I nice. inherited it, uh, and that's, like, that was my baby for a long time, so... My favorite car still.
0: All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, tell us your story. How'd you get into detailing? What, like, why? What, when, where, why now?
4: Yeah, so, um when I was growing up, I had an uncle that was really into cars. Uh, he did a lot of stereo stuff, and he'd always clean his car on the weekend. And I remember it used to take him, like, four or five hours to, like, wash and wax his car and vacuum it. Um, and then later on in life, he ended up passing away, and I inherited that Mercury Sable from him, and it was in you know perfect condition so that just kind of inspired me to keep it clean you know just a memory that we always had together when I was growing up and then I worked at a uh, restaurant let's get some laughs uh Schnitzel, uh, which is a hot dog well, place time. it uh it was uh I'll say to the mic uh, wienerschnitzel um and so I I think that's when I first kind of started to realize that that's not I didn't want to be like a worker like I wanted to do my own thing and really get into stuff and it was one of my first jobs that I ever had Uh, I started at 15 and this lady wanted me to clean her car Uh, so I lived in the neighborhood that the restaurant was attached to um, and she knew that I kept my car clean and so I cleaned my first car which was terrible it was destroyed for $35 it took me three hours hey man it's like 10 bucks an hour yeah, yeah. So I was making s- like six at Schnitzel at the time. I think it was what sort of like minimum wage was.
3: So I was so making a 40% lawns. upgrade. Yeah. yeah, so back in the day, it was like 5 dollars I was making at the concession stand yep. at a baseball field, just slinging um. hot dogs.
0: Yeah, I don't remember. My first job job, I mean, I mowed lawns, but I remember there was a winter. I went to go work at the grocery store, Reese's, because, you know, it was winter and, my parents told me I need to go get some money. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't last there very long. And it was probably six-something bucks an hour. I mean, it was not much. <laughs> you know.
4: Yeah, and that's, I think that's where the passion started as I realized I could make money doing it, and I liked doing it. It was a hobby of mine at the time. Um, and I had a couple dead-end jobs and didn't really find anything that I loved. And then I quit my job at... Uh, it's called CTDI, where I packed boxes for Cox Communications all day, and I got hired on at CarMax part-time, and that's really what fueled like my obsession with cars. How old were you? Um, at that time, it was 2011, so I just I was just turning 21 Sorry, when I got, I got hired. I yeah, 21. 20 to 21 is when I first started at CarMax, um, and I started off as like a part-time inventory associate, like washing cars for prep, cleaning glass, removing window stickers, and then driving up the front for somebody to buy, and then... Washing 300 cars a week out in the Arizona heat uh, On the front lot So from there it just kind of progressed I decided I loved it, wanted to make a career out of it uh, Went full time And started detailing with them And then eventually became the lead of the detail shop uh, And then from there Became a line production manager So then I started overseeing the shop And got further and further away from the work Which ultimately led to me putting in my notice And starting rad detail.
3: So, when did you start the deton company?
4: Uh, Seven well, months ago. When did ago. you move started, here?
3: Okay, seven months ago.
4: So, I moved here. November will be three <laughs> years. Yeah. Yeah, November will be three years. Uh, but I worked out, I've worked at CarMax for eight uh, five in Arizona and then three here. Gotcha. So, it was a good job, man. I really liked it, but there wasn't a way for me to progress any further. Uh, it was just kind of good to where well, I just had to wait until a position opened. Um, and I definitely couldn't take the pay cut to go back down to buffing cars and doing the hands-on work that I loved,
1: so.
0: But your store detailing story with Rad's a little bit different than most, right? Like, you've told me, basically, you joined with another company, you guys kind of merged. Yep. Quickly walk us through that, because that's, that's interesting in itself, why you would join with another company instead of just all out on your own.
4: Yeah, so um, for me, it really stemmed into, uh, I think, what a lot of people struggle with is are they going to be successful? Um, and I knew that even if I wasn't successful, you know, because I was at a point where I just didn't like my job and I didn't want to stay there, uh, so I was, I had to open a shop and do what I love again. Um, so I needed somebody that had, you know, they had money, they had clientele, somebody I could work with, somebody that I trusted and I knew did good work that could help me out if anything ever went wrong. Uh, and so I started talking with my current partner, Remilson, uh, who owns RBR Auto Care out in Edmond. And he has a very large clientele base. He's very passionate and dedicated about what he does. Um, but he doesn't have the technical skill that I had at the time, which I offered.
0: Um. Mostly he's mobile,
4: right? Yeah, correct. He's all mobile. Uh, and so that really interested me, uh, you know, between his passion and there was a need for me to be able to run a shop and do paint correction and coatings. Um, so, I just pitched it to him and said, listen, I, like, I want to leave my job, I want to have a shop, I can't be out in the heat, because I have this pale, pasty skin that burns under fluorescent <laughs> lights, so, um, he loves being mobile, so, it, like, it really works out, we work really well together, um, and he's, he's a great businessman, great detailer, extremely passionate about what he does, so, um, you know, one way or another, we were going to make it, so, it was, it was a good, it was a good way to walk out nice. and have her Yeah, because not many
0: people, usually it's... Go Straight all in on your on own. own. So yeah. very interesting that that you did it that way. I thought it was it was special. All right, I have actually been. I was not looking forward to this beer based on mm-hmm. the bomb that we had. Not like at all. I, yeah,
3: I did not want to drink this beer. You so you don't like it? No, I yeah, I love it. It's, yeah, it's, it's I think it's incredible.
0: It. Yep. The Prairie Artesian Ales. They call it Brett C. It's a farmhouse ale, brewed with Cascade. What's that? What is like, that? I don't know. Because I feel like
5: there's like, a little
3: bit of a tangy. Yeah, it's... Tangy that's citra, and it's citra, citra hops
0: oh, right. Right. And with a touch of sea salt. But the reason oh,
3: why we, we, like, didn't go into it and want to drink is last week we had a beer by the same company that was absolutely... It was, it was a bomb. Like, it was, like, super well, that Well, that's what it was called. Yeah. prairie right. bomb. But, yeah. but yeah. In the winter... Had it been really cold wintertime, like, it wouldn't have been a huge ordeal because it would have been, like fitting for the temperature but it was just like heavy like I couldn't even drink the whole thing oh
5: really yeah
3: it was just super heavy like it it was a a stout yeah it was a stout beer a miniatur like Guinness I don't like the stout at all but um I you know I pushed through I think I I finished (laughs) what's his name? The did you after he left I had to work that night so
0: Uh, (laughs) 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 it makes sense yeah so interesting you said you had to work that night uh that is the premise of what we want to talk about not only earlier where I said first ever woman to come in to do a live, but I think this is the first, like, family podcast. Normally we're just talking about something to do with detailing or this and that. Like, but when you were like, hey, we want to come make a night of it, it just kind of, and the DJ and I started really discussing it sh- a month ago or so. Like, you know, how does work-life balance go inside a detailer's mind, Right. We hear, you know, work-life balance around a bunch of different, but like getting niche into us as detailers, how can we do work-life balance in that we want to make sure that we are with our families, we love our family, like the life part, but we all have our own passions and desires of what we want to do as businessmen. And it takes, I, I did not realize how much time it took when I got into detailing, I you know, I went right in because I loved it and just would work all the time but when when I got married, that didn't quite work, and it was ultimately the failure of our marriage because I worked so much right. um so we wanted to talk then about work life balance how does that go for us as detailers so would love to know <laughs> throw the woman right into the hot seat, so to speak um, you and don't worry about that we skip itinerary oh, stuff totally all the time fine. we chase rabbits um <laughs> i mean how how does it go for you i mean do you do you get anxious like hey i need you home you guys have what two kids mm-hmm. yep. ages uh three be, yeah, three, three, and and half,
5: two. Well, three and a half and almost two so they're very very small very uh, young you close you. in age
4: yeah, you guys you say? Wait to no, uh, doctors <laughs> no. actually don't have a warranty on whether they're right or wrong. Ah, <laughs> just so we're clear.
5: Around.
4: So, hold on. Yeah, our
5: story a little <laughs> elaborate. So. Yeah, yeah. So, Come on. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, no, So
4: I'll, I'll clarify because I think it's funny. Um, so we, when we wanted, we knew we wanted to have kids. And we planned out our first one. We were big planners back then. Uh, so we planned our Tied son, I yep. yeah. and it didn't go like it always does. Like when you want a kid, it's very, you know, then it becomes difficult, right? Of course. Um, we found that out the second time. Um, so. <laughs> hey, practice makes perfect. <laughs> <my laughs> <answer. laughs> Who's complaining
0: about the practice? Yeah, the practice is no. the fun part. Like, yeah. Oh, so, shucks, it didn't work this time. I'll see trying
4: again tomorrow <laughs> or so again had, tonight. Who knows? Know. So we had our son, and the doctor was like, well, listen, you know, next time there's probably going to be fertility treatments and so on and so forth. And they couldn't have been more wrong, because uh, then we got blessed with our daughter um, unexpectedly as we got here, which put some of our life in shambles, and definitely, you know, it was a wrong time for us, but everything worked out in the long run a lot better, I think. Because uh, we were actually planning to build a house, and we were living with my parents at the time, just temporarily we were waiting for the house to be built. And it saved us from probably a bad decision long term of, Buying a brand new house And now we're in a house we love Lower payments Makes things a lot easier So
0: but So how quick was it? Uh,
5: that's what I thought Our son had going. just turned two Yeah so <laughs> And we Just turned out. two oh,
3: We okay, just moved fine. out here Which
5: for me that Yeah I thought it was thought, more like
3: I thought it was more of like a Within the same year Yeah that's what I thought You guys oh, no, no, said no, no, Three no, and a no, half no, and two and a half gross. No three and a half and Three and a half and two
0: Okay, well, okay so that oh, makes sense. okay 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 Yeah but it was still Yeah you and I were on the same page yeah there was not, yeah. Gotcha. It was the wrong page. It was the wrong book. It was in
4: the wrong
3: book. It was still yeah. story. Whew. That would have been a good <laughs> story. That would have been. Like, That's what not, I thought not she not was gonna you were going to say. Just like, on one out and everything yeah. is good again. That
0: six, six weeks wasn't true. You said doctors lie. I <laughs> That's like, what, I, I, yeah. I was, I was going like, with the like,
4: six weeks deal. I was like, oh. The doctor says you like you're going to have to do something to have more kids. You know.
0: Oh, right.
5: Oh, we're we're safe. so then are good together. Totally
0: yes. So some friends that I went, I took the girls before they left. I took them down to San Antonio. The friends that I went to hang out with, that was their deal. They were they could not get pregnant, so, so they became Jordan's godfather. That so we still we still say that. Wow, that's messed up, man. That's fine. No, it's not messed up. I'm your daughter's godfather. It doesn't mean that you have to be my daughter's godfather. I, mean, little- I didn't know you when Jordan was born, so Whoa. fuck off. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Not she that way. She came to the car wash. Not that way. <laughs> she I didn't came to the you. car wash. She no did.
2: Oh yeah. Wife would bring
0: oh, it was the, the best. Watch. It was His the best. His wife would. It was okay. the best. Now we have to. Hear His this. wife <laughs> would
3: bring me to the car wash with little like, as a baby and like carry her in. And Marty in. would always go look, Jordan. There's that black guy. (laughs) That was the joke all the time. She would lose it. Start crying. Cry immediately. Crying could
0: not stand DJ.
3: But it was the joke, like the black guy, and then now she loves the shit out of me. Yeah,
0: and oh, trust me, he calls me the white guy. His children don't like me either. The adopted ones did, or the foster ones. They love
3: the hell out of you. Yeah, my kids like you now. Jackson just has a little bit of disrespect issues sometimes. I
0: guess.
3: It's like there's an adult. Make eye contact and say, hello, please. Yeah.
0: Your son does. Your he, yeah, cool. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that started somewhere. Where did that story start?
5: Oh. Oh, it's fine. I think we just got off on a tangent of how our kids began or how they got so close in age or how they became to be. Which is yeah, not, we not as close as, right as right I guess we were. To,
3: we thought they were like, it was going to be different? No. Like, the story oh.
0: was I went to down to visit Randall and Manon Fry, my friends. They are, he is my daughter's, the oldest daughter's godfather. Because they couldn't have kids. Oh, okay. Couldn't, 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 couldn't. So they started an adoption process of some kids in Haiti. Finally get the kids from Haiti here, and they'd already had four kids of their own. Oh, my. So all of a sudden they had six. Like, so you're right. (laughs) Yeah, like, couldn't have kids. Like, and they told Manon, like... You will never have kids. Something with their uterus.
2: Yeah.
0: Four kids later. Yeah. Like true. okay, I'm done. That's <laughs> how yeah.
2: It
0: happens. Yeah. All right. So anyway, back to you've got kids. Mm-hmm. He's at work. How does that go from and he can go in the other room if you want.
5: Oh no! I, know. I <laughs> really I totally don't mind. We're here to sell each other out. Remember? That's right. <laughs> that's what you said. Yep.
0: I really would love to hear a woman's perspective on. The man's out at work. He's late. Like, what goes through your mind? Like, are you like, get home or what? Like, yeah, go for it. Just roll.
5: Whoa. We're just going to be super transparent because that's how we roll. We're going to keep it real. It's really hard. And I'm a pretty outspoken woman so I'm really
3: glad i just not here because <laughs> for a split second i'm sorry to cut you off i was like you're man, good. she should be here like she's gonna be pissed she's not here but now i'm like so glad for the exact she same thing te- you're you guys say. would team. say um, yeah oh <laughs> yeah i would get we would get ripped to shreds <laughs> I know, I know. so, so now i feel better be about here. now i feel better about not having her on the podcast yeah i'm good go ahead well
5: i still stand by what i said i'm like hey you should have been like a Thing. hey keep going anyway roll so with it time. bring
0: it bring it
5: I'm a pretty outspoken woman I always have been he's known this since back in my gothic days even though I was pretty pretty quiet back then I don't usually hold anything back so when I have something to say I will say it and I'm not usually very nice about it in other words I don't like when he's gone all the time because that means I'm solo solo parenting is what I call it and I don't like that because her kids are young we had kids together. I expect to raise them together. I'm not by any means saying his intentions are to be away because he wants to be away, but I've made it clear that he needs to make time for himself. I don't by any means think I've done that in the best of ways. I think I could have been a little more subtle about it instead of yelling at him as soon as he comes through the door at midnight and saying, excuse me, (laughs) what do you think I've been doing all day? I know he's been working. But Trust I us, we get know. it.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, like, it's all we're, good. We're gonna be best
3: friends for real. <laughs> I have a Jerry
4: Springer shirt I was gonna wear in here. Dude, <laughs> I'm just teasing.
5: But I think over, and I know he's. You've only been doing this on your own now for seven, eight months. Yeah.
0: So, so hold on. Is it just in the seven, eight months, or when he was working before? It's definitely. Or is it? Yeah, has it dramatically increased since he's been?
5: I will say it's increased. <laughs> yeah. However. I do have a much higher tolerance if you want to if that's what you want to call it, because I've noticed that his mindset has shifted since doing what he loves and he's passionate about, whereas with all due respect, Carmax was great to us, but it wasn't what he wanted to do, and I knew that and I think I kept him in limbo for a little bit because you know I stay at home, I take care of the kids I'm very fortunate enough to be able to do that, but I'm very traditional in the. In the ways of thinking, okay, you're the husband, you go to work, and I don't really care if you're unhappy, you've got to put your head down and and make the money and come home, and that's what you need to do. So it took me a while to kind of, I don't want to say conform, but just to get on the same level of, okay, you know, I have this idea. I think it was really brave of him to come to me and tell me that, because a lot of spouses or partners or what have you, I think that's the hardest part to get over, is coming to your... Loved one, and saying, "Hey, I know things are okay right now. I think you know. I know things are pretty steady and consistent. But what do you say we shake it up? I'm not like, I'm not about that life. You're I, a planner. I am. I'm yeah, a planner. Yeah. If I can have a traje- trajectory for the rest of my life, I will do so. He's not about that. He likes to like have adventure. Hell yeah, man!
0: Bring it up top. Yep. Woo!
5: You know those little stands? <laughs> yeah, right. <you> know? <laughs> That's you're so me. That's so me. What now? <laughs> no. no. You know those little stands you see at the end of the grocery aisles? Yeah, that
0: yeah. End caps. It's my cool crypton- The end caps. Night.
5: Those are like his the end cap stations. Stuff. They're made for impulse buyers, like my sweet husband.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: When yeah. I go into the store, I have a grocery list. We're and they're not, not getting. Cheap. No. They no. mark That's them up so that the people like him go, oh, I just, oh, well, it's right there. I need it. No. That is not how I roll with life. I go in with a list, I walk out with everything on the mm. list, and nothing more. Nothing mm. less.
0: Definitely not me yeah me neither
5: and i'm sure some people are like okay this is crazy i don't know why he's married to her but no i will <laughs> <laughs> no i
0: mean that's like i said that's that's pretty that that's common i just why i really wanted to hear though from your perspective and the, the guys that are listening it gives us uh, like right i mean i heard it from my wife mm-hmm. i hear it from my wife like literally. but maybe hearing it from a Different wife
5: <laughs> somehow makes you a little more comforted. That it's well, I mean, no, no, they the might
0: are, put it better the because they're not as emotional. The guys that are
3: listening might actually get some insight out of this because they're actually like, it's it's common, like, your wife's feelings are valid. Like, we, I know why you work that late, I know why you work that hard, like, 100%. But we're talking about today work-life balance, mm-hmm. so but your feelings are definitely justified, and right. so are your intentions. We just got to figure out how to make this shit all work.
0: Right. It was what I was saying. Like, you have a plan, like a way you want to you, do your exactly life. Exactly. Like, if you're going to set out to be an entrepreneur, is the cliche term, or business owner, I just always didn't want to work for somebody, so I just wanted to work for myself. It's the only way I thought of it you have a set schedule of what goes through your mind of how you want to achieve what you want to do as the man, and you said, like, you come from traditional. I mean, ultimate traditional was the man goes and hunts and gathers, and the woman makes sure that the, the dinosaurs don't eat her kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's traditional traditional, and that sort of seemed like what you're you're about. It's But it's tough.
5: It is, and I think that the... One of the key elements in our marriage that has helped us get through this is just been communication and transparency. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to hide anything from one another, and I want him to tell yeah, me it's how beautiful. he's feeling. Beautiful. And when I come at him in the middle of the night because I'm angry, you know, I want him to fight back. Ultimately, like, you know, I'm not trying to throw you under and say you're like super submissive, but he he usually is because I'm pretty aggressive. I can be, and I'm not ashamed to say that, but I think...
0: Well, and he might realize it's not worth the fight. Something, yes.
3: Yeah, some like, he just knows. You know, just like, like he just like, 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 all right, knows. Alright, alright, like,
5: she's been drinking, I'm just gonna
3: let her. <laughs> she's like, two and bottles <laughs> of wine, by
2: the
4: way. Like, not a good time to think about it. Like, I no. think, though, it's usually like she's been drinking coffee and staying up and plotting, like, when I walk in the door. She's like, here's the garage door, and she's yes. like, yes, I'm six pots yes. in, and he's gonna get on it. on my list. on my list.
0: to check um.
5: off what I want to say. So how many
0: hours do you, like, traditional week or non-traditional like typical week is probably a better way of saying it summertime typical week what time do you go to work what time do you get home
4: i get to work no later than 7 a.m every day and i leave no earlier than five a lot of times i don't take a lunch i'll just eat kind of real quick while i'm working um so i'd say close to 50 jasmine seven to five come on that's well. So that's what I aim for. That's what I really want. She wanted. rolled
5: her eyes. She rolled her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't
0: even
5: know I do it anymore. Just, it is like,
4: Monday through Saturday because uh, I don't. I mean, Saturday is a busy day for us. Oh, so you work? Um, so you work six days, six days a week. And our, our mobile team. My partner works seven days a week. Um, I mean, that's just the way we are. It's just how we're wired. I think as detailers. And how, how many?
3: How many guys do you
4: at? Total uh, in your shop, not we, the mobile. So uh, in the shop, we've got three, including me, and uh, we work. From 7, three 8, with 5, again. so two of the Yeah, guys. three with me. Two guys that work with me. Yep. Gotcha. Um,
5: and they're, they're great, but...
4: Yeah. I,
0: but so you aim for five, but... Like, Jasmine, what time does he get home normally? There we go. Right. The daggers came over. out.
5: <sighs> I roll over in bed at 5.30, and he's up and out of the door. I'm like, where are you going? If I'm too tired, I won't call him, but I'll usually call him, like, are you going to get me coffee? What are you doing? (laughs) Where are you going? He's usually out of the door by 5.30, and he usually is not coming home until after dinner, so about 6.
3: That's because the project he had before didn't get finished in time, so he's got to go back in and make sure it's done so that his day doesn't get shot. Yeah, and I did say I get to work at
4: 7, not like I leave the house at 7. I'm just eating. So (laughs) I I, I think really, (laughs) like, it's it's whatever we need to get the job done. And, And, I mean, it's... Totally it, get it. Like, yeah. seven to five is what I tell myself, like, that's what I'm working, right? Um, but it always depends on what the demand is. You know, if there's more money on the table and uh, more work, then that's what we do to make money for our families. And I think that's where the line kind of gets blurred on what's too much and what's not enough. Because at the end of the day, if I don't work, we don't make money, the business fails, and she can't stay home.
3: Um, so let me ask. So you so you do stay home? I do. Okay. So your own road in revenue stream is rad detailing, right? Correct? Yep.
5: correct.
3: That's that's awesome.
5: And it's been a tough road. It's scary too, right? It's scary because I had a career before all of this. i so glad she's not here. Oh, <laughs> I had a career. I've gone to college. I'm what, very well educated. What
4: was the career and path? I,
5: I was a say it.
4: say what you were. Makes me say, it makes us sound super super dumb. She was no. an accountant for an aerospace company.
5: So we were an aerospace distributor, meaning that we sold and purchased.
0: Tiny. Oh, feel I thought. Oh, yeah, no, it makes me feel What, is this like? what you I thought doing? you said it makes her sound dumb, no, and then no, she no. goes oh. accountant, no, 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 aerospace. No, no, like, that's good. why I was looking at no. you like, what
5: you just say? I've never no, no, by no. any means called no. you dumb.
0: No. no, never, no.
5: But if, but I will say that there have been times where I. So have thought you? To myself, is this interesting, He questioned full
0: time. Like, have you not thought of doing side, like out of the house, accountant stuff?
5: I have, but...
0: Do you do the accounting Books for Red? No. No. Because
4: we we make too much money for us to be done with it.
5: Say that one more time.
4: I don't want either one of us handling it, because it blew up way faster than I I thought it would. I started
5: handling it in the beginning, and it, it did get to be... Yeah,
4: we got too big to wear. You don't, don't
0: want don't the know, liability. You did you really just say you don't trust your wife to do your books? I don't trust. I'm that.
5: pretty sure that's <laughs>
0: what you just said. Oh, no, for sure. Jasmine, Absolutely. Feel free if we need to step outside you them them
5: to, and you need want someone to. Or, listen, I want it to be airtight I get it. I, get it. I, don't, I, know, I know.
4: Yeah.
0: I don't do
5: my books
4: either. Frivolously spends that it's worth the money to not deal with it at the end of the year.
5: And yes. I will say, I was on board. I thought, okay, you know what? If you're going to find someone else to handle all this mess, that's fine. That's
3: so, fine. I convinced my wife to quit her corporate job. Mm-hmm. Is that what happened to the case here, or was just it... just need
5: to meet her. Well,
3: I know, you don't I need to think meet her, no, right? I think <laughs> it was a
5: very... It, it was a long time coming, because I actually held on to my job. It was a very small brokerage company mm-hmm. based out of Arizona. And I convinced my boss, please keep me on, I can, I can work... Um, what was the word?
3: Remotely. Remotely. Yeah, yeah. So
5: I got set up. I did that for six months until I finally said, you know what? I'm three months pregnant. I don't think I'm going to be able to handle this. And that's very hard for me to say I can't handle something. I don't usually say that. To me, that's like a sign of weakness, but that's a whole nother podcast. So I just said, I'm done. R2, that,
0: yeah, that's yeah. the Polynesian <laughs> inside of you, isn't it? Yeah.
5: So I said, okay, I can't. So it was never directly... It was never directly stated, I would like for you to quit your job. It was, it was a mutual thing, I
4: think. Yeah, I think we went from quitting the job to just you're not looking for another one. Because I think there were definitely, you know, at the time we were staying with my parents. We were waiting for the house mm-hmm. to get built. So we were in a one bedroom with her, me, uh, my son, and our dog. And so, like, she's trying to work on a business, talk to clients. They manage oversee accounts in, like, China and, you know, Boeing and everything. And so, take, you know, you're taking calls in the, the middle that. of the night while a baby's trying to sleep. It just <laughs> – it didn't work, but then we decided, like, okay, this hasn't worked. Let's see how long we can do the stay-at-home thing. And then that's what just continued to, like, fuel me for the next steps um, is seeing the satisfaction for her and the fulfillment she gets that a job may not bring her.
0: So – did you, yeah. did you just get shook up? I think DJ just took a like... Know, DJ just had a moment.
3: No, I didn't get shook up at all. It, it's just... No, I mean... Was it, was it
0: dust in your eye or what is that?
3: Uh, bullshit, dude. <laughs> no, that's a great story, man. It really is. Like You guys like remind me a lot of my wife and I, which is really cool. Um, yeah, we got to get together.
0: Good story. Definitely, definitely. All right, so... Six... Home by six. When you get home... Gonna throw him in the bus again? No, No, I think this is. I'm a good asking one. the question. Okay. I feel like
5: I've been nice. There was
0: no. <laughs> th- uh, hold on, pause. Okay, pause. DJ, when you get home, oh, come on. Yeah, if you're saying he's good, that means that you're the one that's bad at it. <laughs> I'm so, so when so bad you at get this. home, yeah, do you, I mean, are you, so where he, are you at mentally? Are you uh, okay, in so... Or, uh, before in the earlier
3: years, I get home and I would still do finish up my emails, I'd finish up my. You know, accounting for the day, the numbers, whatever. Like, finish talking to clients, so forth. Now, I stay at the office for an extra hour because if I get all that stuff done, I can go home and be comfortable. If I have text messages still have 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 not responded to, or emails I haven't responded to, or if I don't know where my numbers are at the end of the day, which is like you know a habit of mine, like then I can't be all in my family. So I'll stay an extra hour, thirty minutes, or whatever at the office to make sure that everything's tight and like and cool. So when I go home, I'm, I'm all in. So now when I go home, I'm good before I'd be on my phone for multiple 30 to 45 minutes to an hour just on and off my phone the whole time during dinner and stuff but that's just like not engaging with the kids because I've had an eight-year-old and a four-year-old and they see that you know yeah. and I don't want them to see that so um yeah before I was horrible at it I always on my phone
5: do you mind if I ask yeah if- your wife called you out on it, or was that something that you came to terms with on your
3: own? We both did. Uh, no, as far as the staying and the actually getting stuff done, I communicated to her, like, look, this is what I need to do, so that when I'm home, I'm at I'm home. Yeah. And, you know, she, and I try to, you know, I try to be home between 6 and 7 is the latest that I try to be home by on a day that I'm not staying straight through. And straight through means, like, I'm going to work, and then I'm going to, like, come here, do some office stuff, eat dinner, and then go to the, you know, shop and do another car. So. Yeah. So, I think
4: that that's something that I'm coming to learn, uh, like, as a new business owner, you want any phone call, any job coming in, like, that was, yeah, that's, and that's what I wanted to do, and, like, as I'm becoming more aware of the impact that that can have on my family, and on my kids, and my wife, um, you know, there are times where I've sat there and, like, looked at the both of us and our kids playing in the living room, and been, like, we're not paying attention to the kids at all, or each other, or both of us been on our phones all night, um. And for a long time, my like my weakness was justifying it as I make the money. This is how we make money. Is I need to be on my phone. And I think that's the trap that a lot of us fall into because it's it's the truth. Like I'm not on my phone playing games. I'm scheduling appointments, interacting with people. Right, but so
0: let me talk. Let me stop you because you said something very interesting, which used to be my debate with my former wife. She so I was horrible. I would come off I, I mean, so we started this business in, in 2010 from uh, a firing of working for a company, so n- 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 no was that where they give you money or stipend or like uh, severance?: Severance? Nothing. Detail cars, try and sell chemicals and survive. That no, was no
4: safety net.:
0: No safety net. And so I just worked. that's just what I did, and if I was home, I was working. Now you said something. You said, "Well, I'm not on my phone playing games. Yep. I'm work." So that was my justification yep. too, because I enjoyed what I did. I said, "Look, you're just watching TV. Yep. So what's wrong with me being in the office working? Well, you're just playing this. What's wrong with me?" Exactly. Doing this, and and very interesting that yeah. you brought that up. And so I think that how has that dynamic gone?
4: So I think in the beginning stages, that's how I justified it in my head, and then like slowly, I've realized that that's wrong, right? And, and maybe not necessarily wrong, but like it's not a justification for not being able to interact with the kids. And so I think you know, we talk a lot about like Gary Vaynerchuk I think one of the things he talks about is it doesn't matter if you make it to like all your kids' swim meets and you know football practices and all that. If you're not fully, if in you're not, handicap. if you're not present, you know. Yeah. And so I try to be real conscious. I actually just found out about Do Not Disturb on my phone. Um, so that's like at 5 p.m. it's Do Not Disturb. So the only person I get a phone call is my partner who he's going to call me if there's something actually going on. Like, hey, man, something changed for tomorrow. We need to change our schedule or whatever, right? It's something pertinent to our business. So did, did
0: that happen from a...
4: No, that's that. for me just sitting oh. back and realizing I'm like, you know analyzing what i'm doing in my
0: actions. so journey. it happened out i was going with the i bet you there was a jasmine like <laughs> right hook but I mean, I mean, it came out of josh you had a moment inside and you realized
4: yeah. and i listen i mean it's not i'm not gonna say it's never been a conversation it has been before um but that's where i just kind of said okay i need to reel this in before it becomes a problem because once it's a problem it, it's kind of hard to start reversing that you know um And so I just didn't want it to get to that point. I'm very I'm very big on being proactive on things instead of reactive and so that's That's one of the things.
5: I was just curious if it was out of maybe something that had happened, like a conversation.
4: So just one day I I heard about it from a friend and turned on Do Not Disturb every day, five PM. Nobody with our favorites can call me. So that's
0: it. So what's a typical nightlife look for you guys? Just the the great family with the white picket fence and you're playing with your kids in the floor all the time oh yeah
4: 100 Uh, Mm -hmm. i never get phone calls i never get like snagged into instagram still i mean uh, for me it'll always be a work in progress because i'm passionate about what i do and i love to talk to customers engage with people like not in person over the internet's my favorite um but for us it's when we get home you know dinner's going the kids greet us and i mean we just we get right into dinner and then Movie, family time, whatever. We read a lot of stories. Um,
5: and look, we're still young. You're a reader, yeah. like
4: oh yeah. Um,
5: but I come from a very tight knit family. That's really all I've known, and I want to make sure that this is.
0: Right, I mean, I came from a tight knit family too. But I remember my dad. Wor- I mean, I just don't. You said, I think you even made the comment about you don't want your kids to know that you were working the whole time. Right. That's all I knew of my dad. Yep. My dad worked. And this is why I think I have the work ethic that I have, because my mom raised us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, my dad was at games, and I remember that, and I was always happy to see him at games, but, I mean, it was my mom that raised us. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know, you know, I don't know if there would be a second marriage, and if there is, I don't know that I, I think, which we joked a minute ago, like, I need somebody that just does this, this, and that, like, just <laughs> does it, because I don't know if I could go back. I, I don't know if I knew how. I don't know if it's ever been in my DNA not to work all day.
5: And look, I've come to realize that. Um, I know that giving up a career is very difficult for anybody. And it was very hard for me as far as having some sort of identity crisis uh, because I almost felt like I lost a part of myself. And
0: Right. No, that's I totally Aisha. Dude, like. Totally I Aisha. Literally. Aisha wanted to be a moved, uh, uh a TV broadcaster. A long time ago. Yeah, when I originally met, that's yeah. what she wanted, and that was her career. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And I felt like I had given up a part of myself, and I and to move out here to good old Oklahoma, and I thought, all right, it's better, uh, <laughs> it's better pan out. So when I felt like there were plenty of nights where I was solo parenting, I, I communicated that, um, and I think that's all that I could do to realize. Until I realized, okay, this is something I'm going to have to. I can't change that about him. It's not, a bad, it's not a bad trait to have to be a workaholic, but I do want to make sure that that is portrayed to me that his intentions are good. They're pure. They're to support my family and us and our kids. And even when the kids ask, you know, your kids are, are older. Mine are still fairly young, but my three-year-old will ask, where's daddy? I don't necessarily just want to say, well, he's working. I'll say, well, he's working hard to support us, so he knows. He knows mm-hmm. that the intentions are good. Because um, I'm not going to change that. I know that you are going to work because it's not. Like you want to stay all hours of the night. You know, you do have.
4: Yeah, I think so. One thing that I see Marty do a lot, uh, I, I know you don't follow him on Instagram, but, you know, okay. when my kids are older, like, is, <laughs> wow. you know, being. You should probably definitely get a follow up. So, yeah, you'll get one you more at least today. That. Uh, so, is that, like, you know, you bring your daughters to work, and I think that's super cool. And they're like involved, you know, and just little things that you know we see on the Total Auto Solutions page. And I think that that's definitely cool that you guys get to share that and do that. Whereas I think some other now, <laughs> to an <laughs> extent, right? But
0: <laughs> yeah. DJ's a lot of us, seen a lot like yeah.
4: But, keep going. You know, like,
0: <laughs> I'll take the camaraderie for that, but yeah, yeah listen, I, I,
4: I think it. But I think it shows that like you're trying to do something trying. for your kids, right? Yeah. Uh, whether loved or not, like. Jasmine's dad works at Southwest, she can't go to work with her dad, like, right. he's working, he's working, that's it, like, yeah. and so, I think that us as, like, business owners, and, you know, detailers and whatnot, we have some more flexibility in that, and so it doesn't always have to be going to the baseball games or whatever, like, my son loves to come up there and see the cars, and so, like, I'll call her and be like, hey, listen, bring there's some up. lifted drive, there's, there's You're some cool yeah. stuff bring up here, like, bring them up, you mm. guys are out getting lunch, come up to the shop, yeah. like, let's spend some time up here, and so, like, that's super cool for the kids that I think Everybody has this Like you said White picket fence Like Spending time is only at home Around the dinner table Um And those are little things That You know My son remembers Like hey I went to my dad's shop I got to see this Huge truck Or you know Whatever it was More than Hey we sat down And watched a movie together mm-hmm. Um So
0: Yeah I definitely I mean On the other side The divorce side I definitely We didn't do what you You said you communicate Like we didn't communicate I just kept working and it wasn't even until after, a couple of years after the divorce, that she finally apologized for some stuff that she did at the divorce and was like, I realized, and I was so thankful for how much you did work. Because, and this is this is the way I took it, is she had to get out into the dating pool. And there's a lot in that <laughs> pool that don't work. Thank you for saying that. I mean to that. It's fine. Like that's like that's the other side from a man's perspective. Like fuck yeah, I worked and you didn't have to.
5: Yep.
0: Right? I'm not looking at you at that one, I'm sorry. I'm not But but I mean that was like that was part of it. It was like, yeah, I worked for you. Right. Right? Like so from a man's side, like we heard yours like from a man's side, it was like Yeah, well you didn't yeah. have to work and so yeah, I stayed till seven, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think this sorry, is sorry, how was your day of drinking coffee and sitting <laughs> on the porch? Yeah, that's just a nice <laughs> man, because sometimes like that does come to mind. Yeah, I I
4: have. Like in a joking manner, obviously. Like Oh, I mean there's times I take hits. It's just like we wanna like we wanna have fun and keep our you know, like you can't be serious all the time. Like it can't it just can't be that way. And sometimes like it sucks to argue, but it's better to sit there and communicate even if we're like we know we're just gonna butt heads the whole time and like it helps me understand her point of view because that is my point of view a lot of times. It's like, well, yeah, I'm going to miss this because I'm making money. There's a lot of money on the table this week. Like, you know, and I, like, the one thing that I fall into is, like, trying to quantify what I'm doing in a money terms
2: mm-hmm.
4: where, you know, we've talked about her, like, you know, like the loss of your identity is, like, there's not a monetary or quantifiable contribution in raising kids, but it's one of the most important things that happens in our family. Um, you know, money will come and go, we can make more, I can get another job, money can always come there, we only get to raise our kids one time, so, like, that's it, and I think that's the part where she feels like she struggles, because I can say, hey, well, I can bring in money to pay the bills, but we'll only know in 10 years if the kids grew up right.
5: And I don't think any of this will, would have come to the surface if, I, if we just didn't...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you nailed it on the head. I mean, communication is the biggest yeah. part. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I as far as the missing parts, so anybody that's listening that that is missing out on th- like missing out's the tough part. Like okay. I, I had customers every Saturday morning that had to have their cars detailed. Oh How many <laughs> soccer games I missed, and then now my kids are gone, and so when I go visit them, one of the things I do is go watch a soccer practice yep. because I miss so much before yeah. you know? so as they get older I mean you're still young with the ages like but as they get older man those games are important soccer practices are important for them as well as you because it only happens once yeah you know and
4: I think one of the benefits of being in my own business is like our son just started swim lessons and they're at 10 o'clock in the, in the morning I never could have made one of those at Carmax, and I've made all of them but two. Which, like, I had a doctor's appointment one morning, and then the other morning, like, I just had something going on, and like, but we communicated. Hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it. But that never would have happened at Carmax. I couldn't have just left at 10 a.m. every day to no. go to his his swim meet. So, I think there definitely are a lot of benefits. There's a lot of drawbacks, but you know, it's the communication, just being open and honest with it.
0: Yeah, and and I would say. Going to those is massively important. We could all give excuses of saying why we can't make it to them, even if we are self-employed. Like, oh, I got this car, I got this customer, I like better da that. It was so interesting. I didn't. I missed a lot of stuff, and some of it was my own fault, right? I had to go take care of this customer, right? The fault still landed on me. It was super interesting Is years after, you know, she leaves, divorce, blah, blah, blah my youngest daughter wants to go into gymnastics well mom's not going to take her so i sit there because she progresses super fast and she we knew she would be a great gymnast and she just rolled into it super fast and before long i'm there three days a week for three hours sitting there before i there was no way there you know I justified why I had to work, which was just it purely justified. All of a sudden, I had three hours for three days a week to sit at a gymnastics meet, right. practice, and then meets and all that.
4: I think at some point it becomes non-negotiable. You know, when you lose something or you miss out on something, like, it hurts to see them go on vacation. But right now, like, you know, we've discussed it at this point of the business startup. Like, I just can't take time off right a second. But like, if anything happened, I'd regret it for the rest of my life. And then from then on, any opportunity I got would be non-negotiable, like you're saying. And that's the way the swim meets are. Like ten o'clock comes, I'm out. Sorry. Like phone goes off, I tell my guys, like, hey, I'm leaving. And so um, maybe quitting time, like going home at the end of the day, is something I need to work on with that. But you know, with my son's swim lessons, that's one thing that's been
3: important. So
0: how do you guys handle those things, DJ? The events?
3: I just, I just, yeah, I just don't miss. Like I. Like, I might have to work a little bit later. I might have to tell the client I'm pushing it back a little bit longer. But I just, like, I just don't miss anymore. And actually, actually... Like,
0: what events? What are your kids into? A lot of
3: events. Okay, so um, my son, so this, we're kind of in a limbo now. We're starting a new season for the fall. But for, um, for the winter, or uh, whatever it was, it was the last season winter? Anyways. Spring. Spring. Sorry. Yeah, spring. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so my daughter did Volleyball. And my son did basketball, and I coached both teams to keep, oh, kind of keep myself accountable to be engaged with them. So I had to be at the practices and the yeah. basketball games and stuff like that. So I knew nothing about volleyball. I don't know. <laughs> I literally like, <laughs> I, I sent out a message on Facebook that said, who knows volleyball? So you've never played volleyball? No, I played, like, just bullshitting, but not like...
0: I played on a school volleyball team, no, sixth grade.
3: I didn't at all. Yeah. And uh, I had a friend that came out and helped with the first Dude, practice. Dude, you should have seen
0: the shorts. They were like way oh, yeah. up here. It was definitely in the eighties. You had long hair too. No, I was a kid kid. Oh, I didn't have long kid? hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But the shorts were way up high. So guys have the shorts. That's, yeah. That's the eighties though, man. Yeah. Go ahead, no, no, sir.
3: No, you're good. So yeah, I, I coached both so like I had to be there. Like there was yeah. and like I don't like not be yeah, I mean yeah. Just you can't miss. I don't know. <laughs>
0: All right, so we have completely disregarded the beer the entire podcast. Oh. But we definitely consumed it. (laughs) Everyone's
5: cup's empty. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't notice. It was good.
0: Well, typically in the podcast, we talk. Do you want a beer? Or are you good? Has everyone got one?
5: No, we're
3: good. We got plenty of left. Oh, yeah,
0: these are gone. But if you want one of these. Is there?
5: Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah, okay.
0: Thank you. Um, So we typically like to discuss the beer as we go. But I don't know if you can remember right. That's what, we just were rolling. It was such it was good content, so no reason to to stop. Um, do you remember the flavor? The what did you like about the beer?
4: I so I like the hoppy bitter taste. So that's
0: your tip, traditional go-to. Yeah, you like an I IPA. Like
4: Yep, the hoppier, the better. That's, that's that's my favorite. What's your
0: favorite? Like, if you pick an IPA... Hoptometrist.
4: What? Like, right yeah. now, Hoptometrist yeah. is, is, like, one of my go-tos. You that's, a, that's a
0: that's an Oklahoma beer, so... Yep. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh,
4: yeah.
2: Yeah, I, uh,
0: I like to drink. Gosh, who is that? It's down... It's down in Norman, isn't it? I honestly can't remember
4: who makes it. I just know it's delicious. Yeah, but uh, it's, Ooh, it's oh, an oh, Oklahoma
0: beer. Hoptometrist. Yeah, with okay. the green, I didn't know
5: that. Yeah.
0: If Luke from... Uh, Cruise in auto spas, listening. That's he. loves that too. Yeah, that's when we've favorite. gone. He's from down in Norman, and every once in a while, I will get a ticket to go to a Norman game with him, mm-hmm. and they'll always tailgate, and that's one of his favorite tailgaters is yeah. optometrists.
4: Yeah, Lagunitas is probably a close second. I like some of their beers. Um, daily drinkers would be like Coors Dos Equis. Though. Hell yeah!
3: Say it again. Oh,
4: no. Coors and Dos Equis. Did
0: you hear the way he said it? Too? Coors. <laughs> Coors. Hell yeah! Coors. <laughs>
4: So, like. I feel like redneck mimosas would have been appropriate here, which is probably one of my favorite, like, summertime things. What are redneck Whoa, mimosas? yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, so, redneck mimosas are going to be... I have no idea what that is. Uh, oh, God. It's going to be orange juice. <laughs> orange juice and perhaps blue ribbon.
5: Say that one more
4: time. Orange, orange juice, juice and past. past blue ribbon. It's very
5: refreshing. Just try. Well, so the redneck. So that's right. I mean, a mimosa
0: has orange juice well, and it, champagne, yeah. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and with the past. so the redneck part is
4: interesting. It's not a lot of orange juice. It's like okay. that much beer and then a splash of orange juice.
5: Just to kind of offset it of a little, but it's really
0: refreshing. Well, hmm. the orange juice part,
4: yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Just. Like low pulp.
0: We had Paps on oh, yeah. a month and a half or, or so. Jones
4: came
0: on. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind Paps. I it's a good. lot of times at B Dub's, drinking Paps.
4: it hey, listen, not, I don't get like a thirty pack of You know, I get maybe a six pack, and that's you know, and then I try and rotate because I get I get tired get of stuff real quick.
0: Oh my god! What's your orange juice of choice? Uh, Do you pulp or no pulp? pulp? He said low pulp.
4: Well, so for that beer, no pulp. If mm-hmm. I like, if I drink orange juice
3: traditionally, yeah, bitch. what are you checking me yeah.
0: for? Well, he said there's a difference between low and no. All
3: right, listen. <laughs> so
4: I did So I usually I drink Grove Stand. Uh, all the pulp in the world because I love the pulp.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But when you mix it with beer, the pulp all kind of sits on the mm-hmm. top, and it, it just was... I did that the first. time. You don't
0: night. like a little snack while you drink?
4: No, no, I don't like to chew it. Uh, I don't. <laughs> so when you do a redneck mimosa, no pulp is the best. No to low pulp.
0: Yeah,
4: Otherwise that's why low beard. pulp, bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: we're gonna have to try it.
5: I can't believe you guys haven't tried.
0: Never even heard of
4: it. No, at all. So I did a lot of like back and forth between Nebraska and Arizona when I was growing up. All of my dad's family's in Nebraska, so I think that's where it came. from. I
0: had no idea the amount of corn that they have. It's, it's all incredible. corn. Incredible. That's all they're. No place. idea. <laughs>
5: You're driving through and it's yes. just corn. It's
0: literally... Also, yeah. all the whole state is corn. It's just yeah. corn. Forever. <laughs> like, their mascot's a Corn Hustler. Like, I didn't really did. put it together. Like, I, I just never that. put that it... right. Never like, put oh. it together. Driving He's to like, Omaha, that... All the way through Nebraska. That's all there was. There was corn yep. everywhere.
4: So, in the winter, you can, like, see the road. You know, when everything's cut down, you can see the roads and you can kind of see where you're going. But when, like, when it's fully grown... I mean, it's very intimidating to be driving down the freeway and you're trying, or you know, the highway and you're trying to look for street signs. Mm-hmm. Like you can't see it till the yeah. Like literally
0: stairs. every no joke highway. He's not being like highways, major highways through the state. Corn is fifteen feet off the highway, full like,
2: blown like, for like miles trees. at a
5: time. I don't actually think just, I've, you've only taken me back. Yeah, in
4: the winter. yeah, she's only yeah. been back there in the winters, but it's yeah, it's crazy in the mm-hmm. summer. Summer and spring.
0: You didn't watch my stories then, did you? As I was driving I didn't to Omaha. To them.
3: You know how you watch stories.
0: You,
3: can't, <laughs> you know you watch stories. You can't listen oh, at the no, time. No. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Gotta keep going. going. Mm-hmm. So I can't understand. Those stand. exited inside. All I was gonna, gonna say is make it a great DJ. day somewhere in
0: there. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so much corn. It's crazy. Yeah,
5: it's all.
0: That's all it is. All right. I liked. I mean, so the farmhouse aspect. The only other farmhouse that I remember drinking. I know it's sort of like a. To me, and maybe I'm not smart in the beer scene, farmhouse seems to be a newer concept. And I just remember Boulevard, they have the whole series of a farmhouse ale series. So this is a farmhouse. I thought it, I was, I thoroughly like it. Evidently, everybody likes yeah, it. it was yeah. a- we all drink it. It's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you remember? Do you-